That's the one-year anniversary call-in show. This is Karen and Gordon. My pussy does not have cobwebs. Can you be for cars? Take your hands and grab your scrotum. I soak through my defense. Pull out your testicles. All hot cocks turn me on. All hot cocks turn me on. Young hot cocks turn me on. Lick my ground hole. I wanted to lick your ass pie. My question is for for a river man. I, I just think he is the cutest thing. Is he single? And if he is, and he's interested, I want to lick the Oreo dust off his asshole. Thank you. We are on the phone with Leslie Dean. Leslie Dean from 976 Evil, Freddy's Dead, Girlfriend, Girlfriend from, from Hell. Among <laughs> shit. <laughs> Among so much other stuff. Uh, God, what was that movie? I just I just watched it on Netflix a while back. It was you and C. Thomas Howell. Was that To Protect oh, and Serve? Oh, To Protect and Serve. Yeah, you were great. I'm not a big C. Thomas Howell fan much, but. Aw, thank like, you. You don't like po- Oh, you didn't defend C. Thomas Howell. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> is he is he kind of douchey? I really I think he's kind of douchey. No, actually, it was really cool. Is he? He's okay. very very cool. Don't you feel like an ass? Well, no. Well, just... that's okay. No, he's a, he was actually a really cool guy. I actually had a blast <laughs> doing the film with him. Well, that's good. That's good. Pony boy. Pony boy. Uh, yes, pony boy. <laughs> Stay cool. So what are you up to right now? You said you're about to go into studio? Yeah, we just, you know, we got like these 10 songs coming out. Going to go in and do some music and then come out and do some uh, editing for the video that we've started shooting. So, you know, we're the big D, do-it-yourself band. And it's just been a thing of like teaching myself and uh, my assistant, Captain Canada, how to shoot video and edit and Photoshop and all that fun stuff. So, awesome. Well, take yeah. a, take a second. This is going to be on the show, so take a second and uh, kind of tell, like, plug your band and stuff. Tell people what you're all about. Oh, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm twisting your arm, baby. <laughs> well, we're scary carrying the bang bangs, and I think uh, somebody really uh, put the right uh, word to us. We're glitter punk, but I, it's 
glitter, neo glitter punk <laughs> slam pop. That's what we are. A little bit of horror as well. Yeah. And uh, we were born out of roller derby. So uh, we put on a really great show. The music's interesting. And we're about to do a, a whole bunch of videos that are, hopefully will be fun. And I want inter- I want to I do videos that interact with, like, all of our friends online. And uh, you can find us at www.scarycherry.com and also we're on Facebook. Awesome. Now, you guys have any, uh, I know, you know, you're going to be busy for a little bit here doing videos and whatnot, but do you guys have any plans of uh, any upcoming tours or anything like that? Yeah, as soon as all this is done, just so we really have something to push. Cool. So, yeah, that's, it's, I would say probably mid-summer we'll probably start to get branching out a bit. It's just, you know, doing everything yourself, you're also your marketing company and want to try to do it right this time and you know, have uh, consistent content coming out, and that's why it's a little bit difficult to just choreograph all this stuff, but it's cool. I feel like I'm going to school right now, so I'm having yeah. fun learning all this shit. Right on. Well, I know, I know we As don't you have... know, you're doing really good, too, so... Yeah, we're, tr- we're trying right, as yeah. well. I mean, we're yeah, trying. Same thing. The grassroots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I know we don't have you for very long, so we might just kind of, like, start going rapid fire on you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to just get all across the board. If, on we're, if we're gonna go rapid fire, I mean, I have to admit, you know, I I don't. I'm, I know you talk with Lush, Nate, whatever you know him by. <laughs> um, I've never met you before. My name's Aaron, uh, by the way. Hey, just, Aaron, how are you? I am fantastic. Um, <laughs> Good. I just want to say that Freddy's Dead is the far, my favorite Freddy movie in the world. <laughs> no, seriously, it always was. I love it. I'm sorry. I know it's old and that's not relevant, but it was amazing. The power glove. Did you Did you get to meet Roseanne and Tom Arnold? Oh, yeah. I worked with them. <laughs> I, I know. Did you actually? I didn't know if you guys... Had, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brecken and I hung out with them in their trailer, and they were really cool. And one thing i got to say about the both of them, they're huge philanthropists. I know there was a little girl who was getting abused in her house, and... Uh, they were on the phone with all kinds of people trying to help this old girl get out of the house and get her to, like, a safe shelter. So it was really sort of cool to see that side of both of them. I, I love Tom Arnold. We love Tom Arnold oh, here. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. we, we think he's hilarious. I, uh, we, we, could go <laughs> yeah. we could do Tom uh, True Lies quotes all day long. <laughs> but uh, that's very cool. Brecken Meyer, too. He's also... What is he doing nowadays? I know he had a TV show. Franklin and Bash. Oh, yeah, with Zach Yeah, Morris. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. rock on. With you, uh, Preppy. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Paul Gassler. Yeah. But uh, do you by chance, uh, who all do you keep in contact with that you've worked with in the past on film? Oh, God. The, I keep in touch. Well, Tuesday night I are really, really good friends, and we've been really good friends for the longest time. Whenever I moved to L.A., I actually ended up being roommates with her for a short time. So I've known her for a long time. Keep in touch with her. Keep in touch with Robert and Nancy. Uh, keep in touch with Ricky Dean Logan. I, uh, gosh, I don't know. A lot of people. When you say Robert, do you mean Robert England? Yeah. Is he a nice guy? Hey, Robert's awesome. He seems like yeah. he's super nice. Aaron's having like a total I, fanboy moment. I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm scared <laughs> to have the fanboy moment. I, I am going to be studying in uh, 
potentially Glendale, and I hear he lives there. I'm gonna stalk him. I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna try cool. what uh what uh I'm gonna try and find out what coffee shop he frequents, and I'm just gonna like. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. I, I actually, whenever I got the job to work at Nine Six Six Evil with him, I ended up falling madly in love with him. I had the biggest crush you gotta fight on me him. For him, baby. <laughs> Do what? You gotta fight me for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I will. I'll kick your ass. But <laughs> no, but that's where him. That's where him and Nancy met. What? Him and his wife actually met on the set of Nine Seven Sixty Volt. That's so. very cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was the art director for that. Right on. But yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, go, I'll step in the round with you. <laughs> over Robert. We'll get, we'll get him in a roller derby. Get, game. Get, right. uh, just, just, just call him on the cell phone and get him in on this conversation. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> um. Now, what was your uh, what was your experience like on uh, Girlfriend from Hell with our buddy Leanne Curtis? Oh, it was great. I, I keep in touch with Leanne too, so uh, it was fun. You know, that was during the time I think SAG was on strike, and uh, we were all out of work actors that got to find a job and just work on a set that was really fun. And pretty much, we were all loose cannons and had a blast. Yeah, that was like. So. Definitely that loose uh, loose cannon time frame, I'm sure, for all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> hey, Leanne, Leanne did. She told us all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Leanne had a lot of shit to tell. <laughs> oh, that, that, that lady has some stories, man. And, hey, uh, th- this is Riverman here. I was just kind of curious what uh, the favorite film you worked on was. Was it uh, 976 Evil or Freddy's Dead or... Oh gosh, I. I, I guess, either I or guess the most not, cha- or the most challenging, either or. I gotta say, I mean, Nine Seven Six Evil was just a blast because that was like my first film to get, and that was Robert's directorial debut. Yeah. We were all really, really, really close, and he's just such an amazing director. Uh, that it was just, it was a great experience. And of course, Freddy's Dead was fun to work on. I mean, we were on set for basically three months, so we became really close. And, you know, getting to work with Roseanne and Tom and Johnny Depp again, and it was just, it was, it was really fun. That's cool. Now, is there a, is there a, a movie that you've done that, um, when it came out, you were like, uh, why did it, why was I in that? <laughs> I, I don't think so, because it's pretty, about what I did. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. Understandable. Yeah, I was I was really choosy, and if I was going into one that I didn't think was going to be good, I just tried to find something positive in in it. And you know, it's just like what you do in life. You can either well, I'm not going to get into like some kind of philosophical talking <laughs> what I'm talking about. So I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of dish and dirt to like throw throw out. I'm sort of anti that. So sure, sure, that's cool with us. Hell yeah, Can respect that. <laughs> uh, do you... what... Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I... Go what, ahead. What, uh, what you were going to say was, I'm sure, way more important than what I was going to say. Oh no, 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 <laughs> not at all. I not at all. Go I was, ahead. I have something to say if either one of you are just going to do it. Um, All right, River, we'll, we'll let fanboy talk. River, she got to work with Alice Cooper, one mm-hmm. of our heroes. Did you meet Alice? Yeah. Yes, I did get to meet Alice. I actually have a picture of oh. myself with Alice Cooper. I completely, completely forgot about that. 
Yeah, I did. He was very cool. Very, very cool. Yes, sir. May I have another? <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> Do you yeah, uh, that, that, that film alone just had some great people in it. Absolutely. It's throwing most of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really, that, but the soundtrack, I think, is nothing but Goo Dolls. I have track. the soundtrack. Is I, it all Goo Goo Dolls crap? <laughs> it, it, well, it was, I think it was on Metal Blade Records and Goo Goo Dolls were on that label. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> I saw the tape for a dollar. I almost picked it up, but I bought it for a CD for a dollar. Do you uh, do you got any plans like in the future to do any more film work at all? Or I know you're super focused on the music right now, but if if the right thing came along, would you would you do it? Um, pro- you know, yeah, of course. I'm never going to say no. Yeah, of course. Also, you know, by working just a little bit that I've started doing with. Filming, it'd be fun to, and we tried to do this when we went on tour, the Bang Bangs, where we wanted to shoot like a horror film while we were on tour. So, uh, if anything, it's like, yeah, I'll do something. And I just, I sort of see Scary Cherry becoming a horror film or a horror character. I mean, I think she's pretty much prime for it. And we don't really have a lot of female, like, Fucked up people. Can I say that on your thing? Oh yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but yeah, you, you just don't. I mean, you don't see a lot of uh, those uh, any kind of female scary people. Yeah. So it'd be fun, and I know I could play the shit out of it. So. Fuck yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I obviously, I mean, I would love to see you guys live. I mean, I've seen video of some of your live shows, and it just looks fucking fantastic. So. Yeah, we're about to start, I mean, like our live show is really, it's like going to see like an Iggy Pop, it's sort of like Iggy Pop meets, uh, what was the guy who used to shit on stage, uh, Gigi Allen, it's sort of like that, yeah. but you, you know, you, you walk out without shit on you, but uh, you know, it's just, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of live, raw energy, and now we're really looking to do uh, more of a production, like, you know, some people said, oh my God, you're like a cross between... You know, Alice Cooper banged uh, Cherry Curry from The Runaways, so <laughs> we really want to we really want to try to uh, uh, start incorporating in a production aspect to the yeah, show to sort was, of match the energy. So that was one thing I had kind of you know it reminded me when I saw some of those videos because um, like just before I watched some of the videos, I had just seen the Jenna Torturers live. And, right, um, we played with them. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me that, and I mean, yeah. that's a, I mean, that show's insane. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, would you guys kind of go to some of those extremes potentially, or? Uh, kinda... but I, yeah, but I mean, we're a little bit glam too, so right, it's right. almost like doing a blood with glitter or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I just can't help it. I'm a morbid type girl, so there's going to have to be some kind of you know, morbid horror aspect to it. But there's also a little bit of, like, smart-ass uh, cheekiness to it and a little bit of clockwork orange, you know. It, I mean, that would be my my dream show. It's like Alice Cooper meets uh, clockwork orange meets, uh, I don't know, Queen or something. Hell, yeah. That's an acid trip, huh? <laughs> sounds like a show I'd go yeah. to. Exactly. And drop acid at, probably. This is. I uh, no, I'm, t- I'm scared of drugs. I'm such a baby when it comes to drugs. <laughs> I, I Terrified of them. I have a question, just coming from like um, a music person, a musician myself. Um, I you name drop people like Iggy Pop and whatnot, but 
Um, who are your influences for playing uh, the music you do? Like, who do you love? I, 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 I mean, like, whenever I write music, it just sort of comes out of me. But, I mean, people that it's like... I would love to emulate, and it's so funny, I always want to emulate guys instead of girls, but, I mean, Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop is one of them, you know, and then there's there's Trent Reznor as well, which, you know, we toured with in my old band. And, Did you really? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We toured with them, Marilyn Manson, and uh, uh, Typo Negative. Oh, wow. I'm awesome. a huge yeah. Typo fan. I big. You know, Trent Reznor, I was never really a big fan until I actually really like his score stuff he's been doing, you know? Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's, really he's brilliant. I, to me, that's, to me, he's found something. Oh, he's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, his soundscapiness is really, really good. Um, yeah, no, he's brilliant. That's very, very cool. Did you, um, what, did you get to hang out with, like, on a tour, like, with Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson? How disconnected is everybody on a busy tour like that? Right, do you guys all have like a chance to see each other backstage? Or is that oh God, yeah, there? we know. We it was a blast. You know, it was it was basically who I hung, I hung out most with Danny Loner from Nine Inch Nails yeah. and Brian Marilyn Manson. That's who I hung out with all the time. And Trent and one of my girlfriends from the band ended up marrying Danny Loner from Nine Inch Nails. They were oh, married really? for nice. like eight years. Yeah. Really? And then Typo Negative, it's like the closing show. Like, they'd always, like, uh, they'd come on after us, and they're like, I smell tuna, you know, just making <laughs> these comments. So, like, the last show, uh, they came at, or Nine Inch Nails came on and started, you know, trying to pull us off the stage and all that. So we got, like, in a scrapping rumble with them. Then whenever Typo Negative came on, we got all their mics, and we dumped them in tuna juice. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I mean, if, so, you had a, if you had any stories with Peter Steele, I'm pretty sure that he'd be pretty cherished because he always seemed like he was a real hoot. And uh, Yeah, know, no, God they were great guys. Yeah. It, I can't believe, you know, what happened. What was it, this past year or year, was, last I year? I it was probably two years ago. Two years ago now, yeah. 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 Wow. That, yeah, so I, Crazy. I thought he was incredible. So Now, was that, was yeah. that, the, uh, was that Femme to Femme? Uh-huh, yeah, that was Femme to Femme. Okay, that's what I thought. Very cool. cool. Right on. Yep. Uh, well, how uh, how how soon are you having to get into the studio there, hon? Um, they're just they're still looking at me, but whatever. <laughs> we can we can let you get going. We're just we're super glad that you uh, you were able to call. I know you're extremely fucking busy. Yeah, thanks a uh, lot. Yeah, I'm glad you texted me and I saw it. So I, I'm just glad I finally got to talk to you guys. And, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. So. No problem. Thank you, Leslie. And yeah. we'll have to we'll have to do it again. Maybe you know once you guys start getting some videos, uh, you know, rolling out and stuff like that, and we can uh, we can <laughs> you we can, can make fun of all my directorial debut. Fucking hey, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll spread the shit out of that. Hey, at least I'm trying, right? You gotta. You right. gotta. Well, it was great to talk to you guys. You too, Leslie. We'll be in touch soon. Okie doke. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Mr. Zach Wells. 
What's happening, man? Nothing at all. One of our most loyal listeners of the show, mm-hmm. Mr. Zach Wells. Heck yeah. What you been watching, man? What have I been watching? Uh, I just watched, uh, oddly enough, I just watched uh, the Pulp Fiction for the first time oh, last the night. first time. What? Wowzers. I said, yeah. God damn. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always enjoyed Ving Rhames with a gag ball in his mouth. Oh, you hate Ving Rhames. I know, I do. <laughs> That's all he was good in. That's, that's the only film I actually like Ving Rhames in, and I, I don't know, I just can't stand Ving Rhames. Well, you, you have an upper hand of watching it. How old are you, Zach? Uh, 22. You got an upper hand watching it now, because I watched it when it first came out, and I was like in, what, the fourth grade? And it, I didn't understand it. I just didn't know what was going on. I'm like, like wait, wait, John Travolta just got shot. Yeah, Why is he alive? That's, that's exactly I didn't <laughs> get the whole, like, perceptive angle of the directing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it went over my head the first time. And, and it, so it's like, I didn't understand the story, but all I knew is some black guy was getting raped, and I'm like, "What is going <laughs> it's, on?" It's here? funny because I actually, I actually understood the story. I actually went out and bought the soundtrack like a few weeks later because yeah, I love the fucking score on that movie. How did you? I didn't have money when I was like eight. Where the hell did you just get money to go out and buy the soundtrack? I don't know. I probably mooched off one of my parents or something. I don't know. Hey, mom, you know that movie I just watched with the black guy getting raped? Yeah. I want to go buy the soundtrack. Yeah, I think no. I think my dad gave me the money to go buy. It. Yeah, it was awesome though because he liked the movie. So look at it, look at us getting. Does your dad hate being Rames too? Probably. It's like sure, son, go buy that soundtrack. Being Rames is Fuck like Bing Rames. He's supposed to play this big, intimidating, you know, dude, but he's like four foot nothing. He's like the tiniest guy ever. Is he really? He's tiny. He's like Tom Cruise stature. Oh, he's tiny. He's shorter than you, man. He's little it's just it's just the camera angle tricks. Like we yeah. got this big burly black dude. He's gonna be scary. Yeah. Let's just not do any. You Let's know. shoot him from two feet off the ground. Yeah, and don't the stand team. him next to like anybody. But uh, what did you think about? Yeah, look at us going crazy. Sorry. Yeah, I know. We're just like rabbits. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I really, I I liked it a lot, but. It, <laughs> Oddly is I never watched any Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. That was for well, I guess I did watch uh, Grindhouse, but that was the only other one. Oh yeah, I think it's River's favorite one. Actually. Yeah, I love I love Planet Terror. It's my favorite. You mean uh, uh, Death Proof? Death, Death Proof. Proof. Death Proof. Sorry. Ugh. Yeah, I I actually like uh, Death Proof better than Planet Terror. Yeah, I love uh, was that Zoe Bell on that? Mm. She fucking kicks ass, dude. Oh yeah, she's a. Kurt I think Russell. she's actually a stunt woman. Kurt, too. Stuntman Mike, dude. Yeah, he just mentioned Kurt Russell. Oh, he's Kurt Russell's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm. I love it at the end when he's just like the the whiniest little bitch. She, please, some people, please. Some people hate the fact that he, you know, he oh, got I his love head it. stomped in, but I, I love, love that. That's shit. That's the dude. funny thing. I. It's too bad the movie wasn't bigger than what it was because I would love to see a Kurt Russell resurgence like we had a John Travolta one. Yeah. Or you know, it's yeah. Sam Jackson or whoever because he's he's really great. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. He's he's still kind of a virgin when it comes to Quentin. What should we recommend next? I mean, I, lo- I love Jackie Brown. It was his follow-up yeah. to Pulp Fiction. No, it's not violent like Pulp Fiction. It's not as confusing, but it's the same w- style of directing. Mm-hmm. You know, the different perceptions of the different yeah. characters. Um, oh, okay. And it's very uh, very retro, but it's got great performances by Michael Keaton, Sam Jackson Pam again, Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Oh, we love Pam Greer. Um Etc. Etc. So that's a good one. And Four Rooms, which I know he just did one second. Four Rooms is pretty good. I love I it. really enjoyed that. Four Rooms is really good. Um, yeah, and of course, if you didn't watch uh, 
Inglorious Bastards. That's a really definitely worth a watch. Excellent. As well. Yeah. Excellent. I want to see more Hitler paper mache. Um, <laughs> <laughs> getting blown away. Machine gun to the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's fictitious, fictitious history. Ugh, I can't say fictitious it. Hi- history. Yeah, something like that. Fictitious. Yeah. Fictitious history. History. Yeah. History. Historical fiction. Historical. Or you could say that. <laughs> that, that <laughs> it rolls off the tongue a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Since we got you on here, I don't know if there's anything particularly want to talk about. Um, I'll get it rolling. How is River doing at his job? <laughs> yeah, I want your thoughts. <laughs> on the show. Just in, in general life. <laughs> Does he get a D how, for his how's, vocabulary? How's he skills? keeping up with his health? Is he an appropriate weight for his age? Is uh, is he treating his lady right at home? Everything. I better be. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, just give us your opinions, man. How how uh, yeah, what are what are I mean? Well, just in general, like what are you know? What's some of the favorite parts of the show? Is there anything we should keep doing? Is there anything you want us to stop doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I just <laughs> just the talking back and forth is great. Hell yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, uh, is there any, this is cool, it's a chance for us to get a little feedback. Is there any, exactly. is there any flicks that you would like us to, like, review? Yeah, like, yeah what should we review? Yeah. Like, because honestly, we want to keep it broad. We want to kind of, I personally, we want to do, not just like the horror stuff, but, you know, different branches of horror, and also we love action movies, we love the comic stuff, we love... Uh, 80s, 90s, nostalgia. Nostalgia, it doesn't matter, oh, man. I, I'm just as happy talking about the Wonder Years as I am talking about <laughs> you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Hellraiser, yeah. so what would you like to hear about if it was you? Uh, are you? The nostalgia is... <laughs> like, I'd like to... Um, uh, Edward Furlong retrospect. Hell yeah, that's yeah, the man. That? No, we no, didn't talk about. We've been talking about it behind the scenes to do because uh, we want to get Edward on the show. Man. Yeah, yeah. So and actually, um, I am about to crack down on that. I think we can get Edward, and we want. We, that's why we've been holding off doing a whole lot of Edward talk because I want to get him on the show so yeah. we can just have an Edward episode. Okay, now Zach, we need to. We need you to come up with like five thousand aliases. And then sign a petition with each one of those to get Eddie on the show. <laughs> yeah. and, and then while you're at it, take each one of those aliases, register them, and email <laughs> register them, out, them on the website. And then register each one of those emails on the website and like our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got, I got a whore it. We got a whore it. You're such a whore. Uh, no, that's Ernest a good P. Idea, World yeah. retrospect. Yeah, Eddie Furlong retrospect. Eddie, Eddie Furlong's fucking great. Have you ever seen Zach? Have you ever seen uh, uh, Animal Factory? Oh no, I haven't. But what you what you were talking about sounded really interesting. Yeah, yeah what was that thumb in her ass? Yeah, uh, Tom, Tom Arnold. Yeah. Oh, you caught it. Yeah. Oh. And we were just talking about Tom Arnold with Leslie. Yeah, we and just talked to Leslie Dean from <laughs> Nine Seven Six Evil. Freddy's dead. Girlfriend. Yeah. So Bell. technically, she's like your opening act. You yeah. Stroke yourself. She, she opened for you. But uh, no, it, it's really good. It's funny because I've been talking about that flick, and then all of a sudden, like last week or something, they actually put it on. The stream and Netflix. If you have Netflix, um, so oh cool, yeah. So it's there and uh, it's really good. It's got Willem Dafoe and you know Tom Arnold. It's got a minor part, but a very potent part. I've seen actually. I've seen a majority of that, and it's a pretty like pretty brutal little prison flick, man. I, I really like it. Definitely indie. It was uh, directed by and I do believe written by Steve Buscemi as well. So. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Steve yeah. Buscemi. So uh, and he, love that guy. And he actually plays the warden yeah. Buscemi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? Does he play a good warden? Like I said, his parts are kind of... It, you see him when he's talking about getting... You know, when... Uh, 
uh, Defoe is trying to like their hit parole here and stuff like yeah. that. I don't so know. It's was, kind of a minimal thing. He was just kind of funny looking. Yeah, <laughs> just it in was, a general sort of way. He looks like a chewed up piece of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> like that one. Uh, like this. Like it, when I think of a chewed up piece of bubblegum, I think of that one tall, lanky boys to man guy. <laughs> oh God! So it's tall. like they, they had good voices, but man, they were all fugly. Man, let's not go there again. Are we gonna start with the steak lip stuff? Again? No, no, no. It's not like that. I just mean they were ugly dudes. I mean, it's like they had great voices, but one of them looked like a fish. He's like all short. And he had, like, the big old lips. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, and then one guy, the tall, he was really tall, he had big dope ears, and then he shoot a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> We're going to get sued by the NAACP, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> boys I, to Men be caught. I challenge the Boys to Men to come and sue us so it can get an interview. <laughs> so I can trick them. Like, no, you're, this phone call is going to be recorded. We're gonna we're gonna get a phone call from fucking Al Sharpton or something. I, I've been served. Well, you're serving our public. Listen, cra- listen, crackers. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it with your stereotypes. Ask him who does his hair, man. I <laughs> yeah. Find out who is your barber, sir. This is a weird. ice cube. <laughs> oh come on! Oh, did I kill that ice cube on the show? You yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I, I love ice cube. I love it. Great. You know. He was just in that shitty movie, Barbershop. Right? Mm-hmm. Not just. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then Barbershop 2. <laughs> Eight years ago. <laughs> uh, We're you not know, you know your Barbershop. I do. We saw the first Barbershop. You know your Barbershop. We did. You and I did. Is that where they steal the ATM machine or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They steal it and they, they hide it at the mama's house. Oh, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It was, like, it was kind of a so-so flick. It was funny, dude. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. You know, make, I was thinking of uh, what would make another good episode or like an idea. Yes. Would be like if you take like a classic movie like um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and then pair it against the remake. Oh, yeah. That, I, yeah. I just, yeah. I just think it'd be versus. hilarious. It would just be hilarious to hear you guys talk shit about the remake for hey, a long man, time. You just just go and assume, and I didn't like it better. I hate oh, it. It, it sucks. It sucks. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty awful. Um, so that kind of ruins that. But yeah, we could just rip it to shreds yeah. for thirty oh, minutes. Yeah. We did the same thing with the Dawn of the Dead remake, which I fucking hate. I just hate <laughs> they didn't they didn't utilize they didn't utilize Horshack to their fullest potential. No, they didn't no. give him any. Dude, Freddie had such awesome dialogue, and yeah. then all he can do is. You remember me? <laughs> Are you scared of me? <laughs> Don't you remember me? Uh, said, <laughs> there's this part where, uh, dude, it's like, there's this part where the girl sounds like, like a fucking pedophile. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sound like Cookie Monster going to a car <laughs> accident or something. That's all he said. The, that's all he said the whole freaking movie was, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play. Me want cookie. Yeah. <laughs> they should have used cookie. But, uh, <laughs> oh, did sorry. you guys? Sorry, Zach. We're not letting a word in here. <laughs> did you? Oh. Did you guys notice? There's this part towards the end where uh, the girl goes, "Oh, this can't be real," and he just grabs her and forces her to look at him. And goes, "It's real." <laughs> <laughs> Great lines, buddy. Like, I like, laughed so loud. He's got the Sylvester Stallone going on, where, like, I think it's because he's burned, but, like, half his mouth doesn't move. That's why he talk right <laughs> like He actually looks... His, uh, I hate makeup... I strokey. He what? His, make, his makeup kind of looks like the Cowardly Lion towards the end. <laughs> 
I think he looks like uh, courage. I think yeah. he, I, I think he looks like one of the sleepwalkers. He's just sleeping. He's like, sleeping. consider yourself lunch. Yeah. You know. He's, <laughs> what do you? Uh, I know we. I don't remember if you were in on the conversation online, Zach. Um, but I think it was on the Facebook page. We had talked about doing a uh, kind of a roast of Michael Bay. What do you think of that? An episode. <laughs> A roast. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Or it could be part of an episode. A roast implies that it's all in good fun. When I really fucking want to ream that guy. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not. It would like like, literally like skewer up his ass, out his mouth, and like turning him on a fucking crank. I'll I'll defend bad boys to my death, man. Oh, I love bad boys. I hope not bad boys too, though. Nah, that sucked. But I love bad boys. No, you know, and I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not immune to that either. I like The Rock. The only movies of his I've ever watched and liked were, I think, Bad Boys, and that's it. I stopped watching them all together after a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, love, I just, I, I, love I, I, I like, shit. I fucking, Connery's badass, dude. Oh, I love Sean Connery, and he's the only reason why I like Tony him. Tony Todd, Tony Todd is in The Rock, Nick Cage. He did Con Air, though, did Michael he? Bean. Did he? Huh? He Con Air. Oh, Michael Bay? Yeah. Yeah. That's another guy. Yeah, I was... You guys are roasting a, good, a great director. What no, you know what? I don't know if he did Con Air. Zach, do you, what do you think? Did he do Con Air? Do you know? I don't want to uh, I want the facts. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going to look it up, but I was like, yeah, Riverman, too- Yeah, Riverman was going to look it up, but he's like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? It's too far. <laughs> Keyboard's I don't far. think he did. Yeah, I think it was. No, Simon West. Simon, Simon West. West. Yeah. But it was a, a Jerry Bruckheimer Yeah. Production. Yeah. Like Michael Bay had his tongue up Bruckheimer's ass oh, for a while sure. or something. It's Hollywood. <laughs> I guess you got to do it. Whatever. <laughs> who was the who was the the con, escape convict? Was that Buscemi? Who was in that? That was like the escape convict. Yeah, was the Bush- creepy yeah. dude. Was it had, 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 had yeah. a tea party with the little girl? Yeah. Yeah. John yeah. Leguizamo played the the tranny. That's Tu yeah. Wong Fu, right? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't Leguizamo. No. He was in Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. Was, oh, oh, uh, and he was—he played too much of a convincing woman. Like I doubt myself. Not in Connor. Swayze was pretty hot. Dude, John Leguizamo <laughs> was hot in Too Long Fu. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I felt some stuff in my pants, and I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I don't. I didn't hey, John, hey, John, can you just can you just hold your nuts up, please? So oh, I don't. You so pulled I don't it out when Wesley Snipes came on screen. <laughs> uh, did he play Too Long Fu? Yeah, he did. Yeah, too, yeah. But he didn't look convincing, man. He just looks. You love his jawline, don't you? How did we get to Tu Wong Fu? Wow. John Leguizamo. Did you guys ever watch The Pest? Oh, of course, yeah. man. Oh, Unfortunately. Why? Oh, why, like are you, why are you doing this? That movie why was are so stupid. Pest? You guys like that movie? I love that movie. I love that movie. I wanted to shoot myself after I watched I, it. I love it. He's like... Oh, I thought I was your best friend. Uh, you are my best friend. That's why I picked it, the ninja. What was that, Zach? <laughs> it also has the guy from uh, the pedophile guy from uh, Jeffrey Jones, Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, Jeffrey Jones. Screw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I do love Beetlejuice, and yeah. of course uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. He was great, also in uh, Ravenous. Did you guys ever see yeah, that? Ravenous. Yeah. I'm like kind of really Civil War era, like cannibal Night movies. Years. Oh, fucking like, awesome. I love yeah. it. Didn't see it. Didn't the see pest, it. though. What the fuck? Are you guys on Dude, I love that movie. It's, it's, it's a guilty pleasure. It's nothing but Jew jokes, it's too. Not guilty, dude. He made nothing yeah. but Jew jokes the whole movie. <laughs> and I don't even know. I mean, like, I personally don't really get off on Jew jokes. I don't But he was so... I liked... Uh, I don't know. I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that movie was like the funniest thing ever when I was little, but I haven't it seen it in a while. Yeah. 
Still and see, I, I rented it when it came out on video, yeah. and I fucking hated it. How many years ago was that? <laughs> and I fucking hated it then. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. But I remember stupid. <laughs> I walked with stupid. Oh, hilarious. Hey, agree to disagree. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't even know what the topic of this in conversation was. We just merged. It started out as like Eddie Furlong retrospective, and then oh, we ended up on too long food. Then we can do a John Leguizamo retrospect and talk about that film where he uh, he's a p- pedophile or whatever, and he's raping his baby. How are we? On oh the no, pedoph- no, no, no! He wasn't a pedophile. <laughs> it was consensual between a minor was and it? adult. I, see, I don't remember. Hey, yeah, he was. Yeah. She was a man-eater. She went after him, and then she traded him up. Remember they were doing, like, they were hooking on the side? Yeah, She yeah, started a little true. clique of high school girls that were oh, hooking. Oh, yeah. And, um, speaking of retrospectives, though, you could do a uh, um, Ernest P. World retrospective. Heck yeah, dude. I love, um, <laughs> God, you know, yeah. I mean, we don't only go so far with that. I mean, whoever actually watched Ernest in the Army when it was really weird. You did. Slam Dunk Ernest is my favorite. Slam Dunk Ernest oh. was the last one I watched. And I actually are. enjoyed it, but I like uh, Scared Stupid, and I like Goes to Camp, and I like yeah. Prison. The last one I watched was Ernest Goes to School. That one's not good. After that. Was there an Ernest in the Ernest from Mars? No, Ernest is in Mars. I don't even think I've seen Ernest Goes to School. Ernest lays to rest, yeah. <laughs> Ernest takes two dicks in his mouth. <laughs> Ernest goes to hell. And one in Ernest goes ass. to hell. Like a, <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Ernest goes to hell. He like has to fight his way out of hell and like beat Satan and stuff. I remember. That would be, I would watch that. I remember after Jim Varney after Jim Varney passed Nobody away. After Jim Varney passed away, I was reading the Sunday paper. And, um, you know, one of those political cartoon artists they have? Mm-hmm. Um, he just drew a picture. It's not even political. But uh, it just had a tombstone, and it said Jim Varney, and then there's a speech bubble coming out of the tombstone, and it said, don't smoke, Vern, know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, that's too soon. Come on now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. Is that died? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's Is dead. Is that died, though? Yeah, he, died. Uh, he wasn't... I don't even know. Was he in the... He was in the first Toy Story yeah, movie? I think... He was in the second Toy Story movie, but, like, right when that one was yeah. being, like... Pushed and that was in theaters. Yeah, he died. He died right after so that was like too, what, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. No, so it was yeah, early two thousand. Yeah, early two thousand. I think. So anyway, he's been dead like over ten years for sure. Yeah, and you can find all his movies in the five dollar Blu Ray bin or seven dollars. Hey, we're, we're doing. We didn't even realize it, but we're doing the whole six degrees of Kevin Bacon because Jim Varney uh, guest starred on a series of episodes in Roseanne where he dated Jackie and we were just talking about Roseanne with yeah. Leslie Dean who was in Freddy's Dead and then that's about it that's like two degrees, sorry. <laughs> we were talking about Freddy but Freddy Freddy is the second largest horror franchise next to Friday the 13th which launched Kevin Bacon's career oh. yeah! what's your what's your what's your guys' least favorite Freddy movie the least favorite um five you know, yeah, a dream child. Yeah. But Mine yeah, but, but like people not. argue, people argue which one's worse, Freddy's Dead or Dream Child. And I think it's Dream Child. Oh, Freddy's, no. ooh, Freddy's ooh, Dead's ooh. a guilty pleasure. It's Freddy's great. Dead is awesome. actually, it's got so many cameos and so many like people yeah. that had careers later on. I love Freddy's Dead, even with Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's a little it's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I think I, uh, I might have lied to Leslie Dean because I really do say Freddy's Dead is my favorite, but I love Two. As Freddy well. Two is the best. I two is it's the unsung hero. So dark. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to really yeah. like New Nightmare, but I kind of got tired of it. But I really like New Nightmare. I hate New Nightmare. You hate it? Ugh. Okay. Freddy, uh, Elm Street 2 was the one that really fucked me up when, I, watched, when I was a kid. Right scared the crap out of me. It has the, the, the greatest opening nightmare scene yeah. in that school bus. Yeah. It is incredible. That fucked me up. And it's then a really... Like, 
It's a really creepy movie, part two. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. people don't like it. And then when Freddy crawls out of Mark Patton, yeah, like that just. Oh. And is the gym teacher is like the the same or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. And I just love his scream. <laughs> <laughs> he screams from his like nightmares. Like I don't know. that's yeah, that's one of the few movies I remember like from my youth. Like I did not want to go to bed after I watched it. I was yeah. freaked out. And like his girlfriend, who was who was he trying to kid having a girlfriend? Like, that, that guy was the biggest case I've ever seen in my life. Oh. <laughs> And he, she looked like Meryl Streep, so she wasn't even hot. Now but, we're going to start hey. with the with the gay what? stereotypes. What? I didn't say anything. We moved off the black stereotypes. Now let's go on to gay. Well, uh, looking like <laughs> a chewed up piece of bubblegum is not a black stereotype. That's a, that's a human stereotype. I just got to give you shit, man. I just got to give you shit. I'm half black. <laughs> You're talking shit about Meryl Streep over there. I'm half black. Yeah. yeah, now we're going with the Meryl Streep stereotypes. And Jeez. I'm related to Meryl Streep. Where's it going to end? So, what about your favorite uh, favorite uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Zach? Um, it's just probably a tie between two and three. Yeah, oh, three is great too. I mean, three, three was you know Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was his introduction into the one liner territory. It was and, uh, uh, Patricia Arquette, right? In that yes. Yeah. 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 Why should we fight? Your old friends, you and I. Let's <laughs> yeah. get hot. <laughs> I love I love that part. That was, that was like, my favorite part. Like I the, love it when yeah the marionette kind of thing. Oh yeah yeah above the the hospital. Yeah, I, I just love how he would go into those two different voices every now and because the way they would record Robert Englund's voice, he would obviously act normally, and they would go in overdub yeah. and uh, pretty much slow down his voice mm-hmm. um, to make it that deep. But every now and again, he would go into that Robert Englund voice in the movie, like that scene I just quoted, where he's like, you know, yeah. I, I want to say it again, I love it so much. But it just makes it so potent. I love it. You're all friends, you and I. The, Let's get high. The one sequence that like, really screwed me up when I was a kid, though, was uh, I think it was Freddy 4, where she turns into the fly when she's bench pressing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that thing fucked me right. up. As a kid. I was so scared after I saw that shit. I really miss. Oh. To me, I mean. I don't ever want to lift weights. No. I, well, Her it's arms true. rip open. It's like, oh, my God. You know, Freddy Krueger, yeah, it's the most, like, the most mainstream you could get in horror and stuff like that, but I think. You could outgrow it even, but no one can deny that we all watched it when we were kids. Oh, yeah. And it's just like with music, you know, people want to dog on a band like Metallica and once they move on to heavier pastures and just... But you can't deny they're the ones that got you into the genre. Oh, I still love Elm Street, man. You know, same thing with Elm Street. And I do miss... It was the glory days of practical effects. Yeah. Where they weren't really scary, but I miss the claymation Freddy Worm and... Um, yeah. And then the, the arm scene like he's talking about, you know, nowadays that would be CGI. Even in, like, Freddy uh, versus Jason, mm-hmm. we had that little Freddy uh, roach worm that was CGI. It's like, yeah. it's just kind of, I don't know. I personally like Nightmare on Elm Street better than Friday the 13th, but, I mean, I still like Friday the 13th. I like Nightmare on Elm Street would... just because they're different. The Friday the 13th are too, they're too. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I'd put Nightmare above, you know, Halloween and night on and Friday the 13th because they're more, uh. Just creative. Well, oh, yeah. I'll say this: um, uh, I really, really, really love the original Halloween, and yeah. I of course, and right. I think River disagrees with me. I really like Halloween Part Two. I hate Halloween Two. I, I like Halloween Two. Now, I think so, they both go together perfect. I almost just call them one movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like that. I don't know. Maybe he, just, maybe River just thinks it should have stopped where it yeah. stopped, and you know. But either yeah. way, I will say this: I don't care really for any Halloweens past the second. I mean, the three is kind of a guilty pleasure, but I'm not even counting that. I love three. Yeah, I like part three. Yeah, I like part three a lot. But 
but past that, it's just like, okay, whatever. I will say this about Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I can watch the whole series and at least... I, even the, the one I least regard is Part 5. I, I can still watch it, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Nightmare... Uh, Friday the 13th, I like it, but, man, it gets so old. Don't ever put me in front of a marathon of Friday the 13th. And that's oh, why... Yeah. That's why uh, Jason Goes to Hell and Jason Takes Manhattan are my favorite, because you act... Because <laughs> you get to see him leave Every, the, yeah, the yeah. Crystal Lake. Everybody yeah. hates Jason Takes Manhattan, but I love it. It's oh, the yeah. best. So I love, cheesy it. I love it when he gets his yeah. ass kicked by that boxer. Uh, and yeah. then he knocks his head off. He fucking uppercuts yeah. his head off. It's, it's awesome. I don't know why people dog it. It's like, what are you comparing it to? You're comparing it to 20 other movies where he just does the same thing to the same naked teenagers at the camp? Like, why, yeah. why is this one so bad and the other ones are good? Well, because I don't think they like the ending where, you know, the toxic waste turns him into a child. Which doesn't really make any yeah. sense. Yeah. It does not make <laughs> sense. But none of it makes yeah, any sense. True. We got a guy that can't die and he keeps coming out of a lake, for yeah, God's sake. that's true. Yeah. Toxic a lot of people hate it because of how it looks <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> It was a vat of chemicals. Damn What's that, Zach? <laughs> a lot of people hate it just because, like, how weird he looks without his mask on. He kind of looks like a jack-o'-lantern or something. <laughs> yeah, he does look, He does look kind of goofy, but I, I don't know. I just, he looks about. like the Toxic Avenger got his ass beat. Yeah, yeah. he does. My grandmother looks like a jack-o'-lantern, and I take offense. <laughs> you know what? My least, my least favorite Friday the 13th is actually part seven. Even though it, Jason looks great in it, I just think it's the weakest movie in the series, yeah. or at I least like in, uh, in the uh, Paramount. I like in the uh, God. Is it uh, is it the final chapter with Feldman? Feldman yeah, the final chapter. Yes. I like when he falls on his own machete and he just like starts sinking into it in his eye. It's like it's like he's literally pushing himself into it. Like try and get up, why don't you? <laughs> that dude kind of creeped me out, like uh, when Feldman like cuts his hair Jason. off or whatever. Jason. Yeah, and I was like, dude, he looks like a, he looked like a little fucking like crack baby kid or something like. <laughs> Is it, he was a little like, sense of foreshadowing, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Are we talking about Hane now? Yeah. Oh, I ain't talking about Hane. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You got the wrong God Corey. Wrong Corey, buddy. Too soon. <laughs> uh, well, if you that, that will that will always be too soon. Yeah, I'm a Hane lover. <laughs> I was Corey in. Hayes. I dude. I mean. I was in China for a while, and Corey Haim died while I was there. And in China, they they uh, really censored the media. So literally, you know, Mel Gibson could have killed himself and thirty other people in some terrorist attack. <laughs> you know, and I would have thought you were going to say started the Holocaust. Whatever. Yeah, Mel Gibson could have started the Holocaust <laughs> with Pee Wee Herman, and I never would have found out. <laughs> I never would have found out. And maybe so that's why people. Are, maybe that's why people are much more happy there. They censor the bad uh, yeah. news stories. Probably. I don't know, man. I, they what that that's a whole different topic about Chinese democracy and stuff. Yeah. But like <laughs> they um, anyway, I came back and I found out Haim died, and I didn't know. But even I found out nobody really knew and cared. Yeah. Like, it, it was just so. You know what? I think he was like. I think I, in my opinion, I think he was like right on the verge of like a comeback. Yeah. I, I really yeah, think he was. Because I heard that he was trying to do. Stories. Yeah, yeah. They had that show, The Two Corys. He had a cameo in, uh, what was it, Crank 2, where Which, he, he played like that club owner with the mullet or whatever. And, and that movie was horrible, and he was horrible. And, but it was just a cameo. But, like, I mean, that could have been, like, the start of, like, more, more shit, work. you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just felt like he was on the verge of, like, coming back. and He was... he was Even if it was just for, like, nostalgia. He sake, was attempting you know? a comeback at the, for the, at the sake of his own... Uh, 
he was ridiculing himself on a show like The Two Quarries, where he's just sh- showing on screen crying like a little bitch the whole time. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a sad, sad case. I felt yeah. bad for him. He really had a lot of issues. It's like, dude, let it go. If you feel this bad, you know, separate yourself. Move to another country. Start over. It's like, I, I, don't live in the country where you used to be somebody. Go somewhere where you were never somebody and deal with it. I don't know. Something. Go Get to, a dog. Go to, go to Tibet. Get a dog. Go I don't to, know. Go to Tibet. Mm. Which, by the way, in China, they don't know about the whole free Tibet movement. They don't know their own countries <laughs> going up there and slaughtering the Tibetans. I mean, that's how crazy it is up there. I'm not talking about, about the Chinese. I, I'm fascinated by it. I literally. <laughs> I conversation <laughs> happening on the South. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, shit, man. Yeah, we appreciate that wasn't That wasn't your fault that time, Goose. <laughs> we appreciate you calling in, Zach. Uh, I think we're going to... We're going to roll into a break. And yeah, we're going to take a little break and... Uh, Jump on a new caller too. So uh, yeah. thanks for all right, call, man. Thanks for all your support, dude. We appreciate it, man. And you will be in the running for the uh, Leanne Curtis DVD. So just know that. Awesome. You are in the running. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. Okay. See ya. Later, man. See ya. That movie was pretty good. What? That movie gets an MG straight up, straight up MG material. Is that Robert De Niro across the street? Hey, yo. Sure looks like him. Can't be, though. Yeah, you. He's calling to us. Let's just go. But it's Bobby fucking D, honey. Hey, yo. That's right. It's Bobby fucking De Niro over here. Hey, a lot of people don't know this about me. Yeah, I'm mingling down here with the drug dealers, the pimps, the pushers, the low-level gangsters, you know. Honestly, I'm slinging some shit myself. You may not know this about me, but I'm a fan of podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to these guys' bloodbaths and boomsticks. A couple of knuckleheads from around the way. You got John Smallberries. What a fucking name on this guy. You got Corey G. The guy's fucking half-retarded over here. Likes John Woo, for fuck's sake. Then you got Tim Gross. He's got the movie-watching constitution of a billy goat. Hey. Find these guys at bloodbathsandboomsticks.blogspot.com. Long fucking name, but just go find it. It's worth it. You knuckleheads got that? Yeah? Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. It's on the house. This is Patrick Ray. How you doing? Patrick, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Very good. Very good. Thank you very much for calling in, man. Uh, if yeah, uh, no if people don't know, um, let them know who you are. Let them know what you've done. Uh, I'm an independent filmmaker out of Kansas City. Uh, my company is Sino Reality Pictures. Um, done a lot of short films that play at the uh, film festivals like uh, Scream Fest, Shriek Fest, uh, New York City Horror Film Festival. And just recently have a feature film out called Nailbiter, which uh, just played at Texas Frightmare last weekend and uh, played at Horror Hound weekend in, in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and uh, should be coming out on DVD in the fall. We're uh, working with our distributor now and just getting all the all the materials in, and, and uh, which has been a lengthy pro- lengthy process. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and and I still have a couple more weeks of stuff I got to I got to get together. So, um, but yeah, so been doing it for uh, about ten years now. So. Yeah, you know, and when I was uh, 
you know, looking, obviously we were out at, you know, uh, Horror Hound Weekend, and uh, right. we met you out there. We actually, I, I think we're staying in the same hotel. And, right. Uh, we, uh, was it we, the beautiful, uh, what was it, the Ramada? No, it was... Uh, uh, the Baymont Inn. The, ba- the beautiful Baymont Inn. Baymont. Oh, God, yes, it was, the it Baymont. was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It could have been worse. <laughs> uh, I've stayed in worse. Uh, hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's where we met. I think, uh, I think what was it that got us talking? It was, it was me wearing that goddamn Serbian film shirt. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, no. and- <laughs> Yeah, the movie that, uh, yeah, yeah, that I won't even let my wife watch. I, was, <laughs> I, like, I, I watched it by myself one night, and afterwards I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm, uh, I'm not sure I, I, I'm not sure I can share this movie with anyone. Um, but yeah, no, no, we were both from, I'm from Nebraska originally, right, and I think that right. kind of spurred the conversation, so. Yep, yep, that definitely spurred it, and, uh, you know, we, um, we got out there, we, there was, there was three of us out there, I think one of us. Um, got out to uh, you know to the actual screening of Nailbiter right at, at the right, festival. Right. Um, and the other two of us, I think, were so drunk and tired and loopy that we uh, just did not make it. But um, yeah, uh, you were actually gracious enough to uh, to send a copy out, and uh, uh-huh. you know, obviously, we did watch it, did a review, uh, written review on the website, and right. Uh, you know, I, I I really did enjoy it, man. Um, it was it it's was certainly fun. it's 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 certainly an old fashioned style horror movie in a Definitely. sense. It doesn't have it doesn't have much gore, but it it was uh, you know um, you know what that's getting any, without giving away too much of the story. I mean, there's still some shock to the movie, right? Um, and you know, without without being over overly gory, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, we try try to keep it. Uh, looking a little bit more like, uh, you know, it's not a movie for people with short attention spans. I mean, it's it's sure. cut in a way that it's a little bit more uh, deliberately paced, and and uh, um, you know, we shot the movie. In, a lot of the basement scenes were shot in the building that they used to shoot a lot of the movie Carnival of Souls in the 1960s, the original. So yeah. uh, we were hoping that that would somehow be good luck for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. But um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a, a long process of getting the movie made. I mean, we started shooting it part of it in, in two thousand nine, and then we ran out of money, and then we had to start shooting more of it in two thousand ten, and and uh, you know it took us a couple of years to get the post production finished because the sound design was was pretty pretty heavy duty, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't have a whole crew of people to do post production. It just was like three of us, so wow. it was you know it took some time and. And, uh, so now it's, you know, we finally, we finally finished the color correction. Actually, the version you saw didn't have the final color correction. And, uh, we just shipped the movie off to California last weekend for, uh, the distributor. So, so now it's, 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 it's in God's hands now, (laughs) or, or in our case, the distributor. So, so yeah, it's it's been, I mean, we started the process in 2007 and here we are in 2012. So, yeah. So it's been a long, long trip. Well, you know what, man? I mean, you, you, when you watch the movie, you, you really can't even tell, you know? Um, even though it, if, if what I saw was not even the, the you know, final product, um, yeah. it was still, it was it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, of course, am a fan of 
a lot of uh, old school stuff where a lot of times what you don't see is scarier than what you do see. Right, um, right, right. So, you know, it, not to say that I'm not a fan. I, I love my gore and I love blood all over the place and all that shit. But, uh, you know, it was it was cool, man. I mean, you get those, like, kind of creepy little vibes when, uh, you know, uh, Aaron McGrain, uh, you know, who played uh, the mother. I don't remember yeah. the character's name. What Janet, was the character's yeah, name? Yeah, Janet. Janet. Janet McGuire. Um, she's yeah. banging on the, uh, you know, on the ceiling, basically, of the basement. And then yeah. all of a sudden you hear these foot stomps, you know, back down yeah. on the floor. And, oh, right. that's, that's so, it was so creepy to me. You know, because you yeah. don't you don't know who's up there, you know. Right. And uh, it was it was really creepy, and I thought it, it you got across a good kind of tense, claustrophobic atmosphere. Like I mean, I mean, obviously I said all this in my review, but um, right. You did a great job, man. Basically, <laughs> you know, long story. Well, you know, we had a lot of we had a lot of time, but not a lot of money. So we basically spent a lot of time getting the lighting right and getting it to look the way we wanted it to, without just you know. And uh, fortunately, the way the lighting was set up was we set the lights up on the ceiling of that of the uh, of the basement, and then you know we shot 16 straight days there, but we could just leave the lights sitting sitting there, so we didn't have to like take a tear them down. And so we basically had one big lighting setup um, for those 16 days, and uh, that kind of and a light, and we had like a switcher that allowed us to you know mimic lighting, lightning, and and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that was, it was, it was a good, uh, a script to do, try to tackle with a low budget, except for the fact that we had a tornado in it, which yeah, <laughs> we yeah. were like, we were like, oh, this is going to be no problem. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the hell were we thinking? And, you know, and that was the, the, the tornado effects were the last thing we added to the movie. And luckily, um, we had, we had a guy who, uh, he does effects for, uh, Fringe. And um, he did some stuff for Lost. He actually did the uh, the open for the TV show Alcatraz, which actually just oh, got, cool. oh, you know, can't, just got just got canceled. Uh, yeah. But uh, he, he uh, you know, he's in Kansas City, and and he, uh, um, you know, was gracious enough to do our our tornado effects, and and uh, did an awesome job, and and uh, I thought you were going to say so, you know, somebody somebody called Jan, somebody called Jan Debont. Quickly. Yeah, right. Well, we were watching the uh, DVD extras of Twister while we were shooting Nailbiter, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, they're having the same problems that we did, and they had $80 million. They're like, oh, look, it's sunny outside. There's nothing, there's nothing we can do about it. The difference being is that instead of having little fans that you could rent from Ace Hardware, we <laughs> They had a plane, like a plane engine that they yeah, could blow yeah. the trees Industrial with. strength shit. So, you know, I mean, I was I was out there tying rope to tree branches and pulling on the trees. So it was, nice. you know, uh, it was, you got to do what you got to do. Fucking but, a, uh, Fucking a. You know, the thing is, that, like, whenever we would schedule, like, for instance, the scenes with the deputy in the movie, whenever yeah. we would schedule those scenes, he had specific days that he could be there. And there was, like, very little elbow room with the schedule. Well, naturally, those days that he had to be there were sunny, even though we wanted the script it was supposed to be cloudy. Of course. So it was like, oh, well, shit, I guess we're just going to have to deal with it, you know? And, and uh, you know, that's, that's the downfall of making an independent film that's dependent on weather. And I guess, you know, we, we, we were fooled into thinking that since the movie was primarily set inside of a, a small storm cellar, that we were like, oh, this isn't going to be hard at all. And then it was like, 
way more way more daunting than we than we uh, anticipated. And of course, we didn't we never had a rain machine, so we had to basically figure out how we were going to do all that stuff. And and sure. uh, um, you know, it's, it's stuff like that that you just have to kind of you got to roll with the punches, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how many how many uh, um, obviously that that was your first feature, correct? Yeah. Okay, and now how many how many shorts have you done? Because I, I as I've as I've been reading other reviews for Nailbiter, um, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about you know well we've seen a lot of his shorts you know over yeah, some time the short here film, and the short films the short films have been on the festival circuit since two thousand six, so we've been doing them for a while. We've done quite a few. And um, I think I might have sent you, sent you the, some from like 2008 on, maybe. Yeah, you did, and, and, and I've been extremely busy. I, as you know, we're we're getting our no, own movie together. That's, so that's totally, that's totally fine. It's totally fine. Did but yeah, you know, it's 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 it, um, um, you know, we I I did a um, a group of short films with a, tele, with a television studio in Lawrence, Kansas, mm-hmm. and uh, we were able to. Uh, win a couple regional Emmys with those films, and then um, cool. I made friends with Harry Manfredini, and he scored a couple of the short films. Oh, that's awesome! And, and uh, they just they, they, one of them, the Get Off My Porch shorts, played at like fifty-five film festivals at this point, and um, it just and the films just you know, and for me, the the short films were kind of like uh, a way of uh, um, building up some. Uh, uh, awareness of what we were doing before we released Nailbiter because it was kind of like, you know, the, the people would like the short films and they're like, oh, yeah, we, we can't wait to see a full length movie. And so like, okay, right. well, you know, it, it made it easier for us to get, you know, some notoriety before we, you know, released the, the, the full length movie. And another thing is that, you know, with the short films, I was able to um, really basically get better at what we were doing, get better at storytelling, get better at. As everything sound, um, you know, and just really kind of develop the crew and and create a uh, you know. So by the time we got to the feature film, everybody had been working with each other on all these short films. So it was like everybody was psychically connected, you know. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, that's, so that's yeah, it's a great way to cut. Yeah, because you know? people because people really like they're always like, well, what's the point of making short films? I'm like, well, first off, in this particular day and age. There's so many venues for short films. Like 20 years ago, you didn't have all these different outlets for short films, but now you do. And I think short films are kind of like their own. There is its own thing now, where it's like I think people watch short films all the time now. But um, and, and so you got the internet, you got film festivals, you've got all these places that people can see them, and, and short films have become really popular. And you know, it's a good way of. Uh, you know, it's a good way of, uh, for instance, I, when we were uh, planning Nailbiter, I was hoping to shoot with the red camera, and um, I heard all these horror stories about the uh, the camera turning off in, you know, extreme weather, and, and mm-hmm. uh, um, so I wanted to try, <laughs> try to shoot a short film that uh, was, you know, similar in, in scale, to some of the scenes in Nailbiter and shoot with the red and just shoot for three days and just go through the entire process of shooting, post-production, and uh, just see how hectic the, the workflow was. Well, uh, you know, we did the short film, and it worked out great. And, you know, but, again, it was the short film 
you know, the short film style or whatever aesthetic was, was great for that because I didn't have to go out and shoot feature film without testing that camera. I was able to just go out and, and uh, shoot a small little test short, basically. And, um, you know, everybody was willing to work for, for nothing because they just wanted to work with that camera. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like, oh, yeah, we want to, we want to have something that was shot with the red on our reel or whatever. So mm-hmm. it worked out. So, um, but uh, and we didn't have any problems with the red. By the time we shot the movie, um, there was a film that was shot locally a year before Nailbiter that you know it was shutting off every every fifteen minutes, or they were having a lot of problems because, well, Kansas summers can get kind of brutal. Sure. So they had to have fans, like people, like PAs holding fans to keep the uh, the camera cool and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, luckily, we, the summer that we shot was pretty mild. So we didn't have any problems. Plus, we were in that basement, and it was pretty much a cool 75 degrees down there. Sure, sure. At the most. So, but, um, what, you know, people what? ask me about short films, and I'm always like, it's short films, I, I will make short films all through my career. I mean, I, I, you know, between features, I plan on, because for me, it's a way of, of, uh, keeping myself, you know, from getting stale exactly. more than anything. Yeah, no, yeah, and sometimes, and, some, and sometimes I think that, uh, uh, some stories shouldn't be feature films. I mean, like most, of, I, I couldn't, maybe one of the shorts that we've done in the last five years could be expanded mm-hmm. and, and still, it still hold up. But the rest of the time it's like, all right, this movie, the story, has a beginning, middle, and end in 15 minutes, and it doesn't need to be any longer than that. No, so, you know, I, that, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. But anyway. Yeah. What did you guys, uh, did you guys use Avid to edit, or did you guys use Final Cut? Or um, We used Final Cut. Final Cut, okay, yeah, that's the... We used, to, we used to use Avid. Some of our shorts in 2008 and 2009 were, were edited in, in Avid, and then uh, we just also, we switched it. Final Cut. That's so, all I use too. Yeah, I love Final Cut. Yeah, it's just more user friendly. I think. I mean, yeah, now I, I hear agree. now I hear that a lot of people are talking about how Premiere. A lot of people are switching back to Premiere because Ugh. apparently, apparently, it's way easier to use with the red with red files. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I agree. But again, it's like. I, I just don't think it really matters. <laughs> it's like I, they all do. They all do the same thing. I mean, really. So they do, like, but I mean, I I edit on I edit on at, or not Avid, but um, Final Cut, and then also Premiere. But I just I can't stand Premiere. I have them both, but yeah, um, I'm a right. Final Cut user, so it is a lot more user right. friendly. Right, right. I was uh, I was kind of wondering too who. Uh, who are some of your, you know, some of your influences? You know, obviously, you know, I think you've kind of done, like, as far as the short films, they've been varying kind of in style yeah. and substance. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, there's Nailbiter. So, what's, uh, who are some of your influences? Well, I, you know, I, I always go back and forth sometimes between, like, John Carpenter and, and um, uh, Spielberg and Joe Dante and... Uh, Sam Raimi, kind of, if I was to throw them all in a blender, not literally, their styles in a blender, but their mm-hmm. styles in a blender, yeah. mix them all together. That's kind of, that's kind of what, what I would, I would say is, is you know, because those are the films I watched the most as a kid, and, and mm-hmm. uh, um, so, whether I'm even, what, and it's, sometimes it's not even consciously that I'm, that I'm, you know, 
Oh, I sure. just don't like. I'm just not. I'm not a big. I'm not big into the whole fast, rapid editing style. Um, you know, so that's just. I, I just. I just don't like that kind of thing. You know, and I guess. So I guess you know, a little bit more deliberate, a little bit more slow paced, but not not so slow paced that it's like watching. Uh, the movie Meet Joe Black or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like I like Meet Joe Black. I really do. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, maybe it's because I had a bad date to that movie. Uh, <laughs> to me, it goes by really quick. It's a really quick two and a half hours. Yeah. Because you're Brad Pitt. Um, 90s Brad Pitt. Yeah, I mean, John Carpenter, especially from 1978 to 1988, maybe like the John Carpenter ten-year span there. I always kind of yeah. Uh, point the, to that as, as a major the, influence. The thing, John yeah. Carpenter, not goes from Mars, John Carpenter. Basically. Oh, well, yeah, right. I, but, I, to be honest, In the Mouth of Madness, I love. So that's yeah, I, I love In the Mouth of Madness. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great oh, film. So, fantastic film. Yeah. Since yeah, you, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> but you name you name drop Raimi. This is just something that River and I personally. Uh, I'm Goose, by the way. Sorry, I've never actually met you. Uh, we were talking about today. Um, Sam Raimi, and I just want to know, Evil Dead 1 or 2? This is just a fun question. Oh, you know, I prefer 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. That, that, that was mine. I think it's just the quintessential, it's the best blend in the world. I was, I was hoping he was going to say, fuck you both, and go with Army of Darkness. Well, no, I really love Army of Darkness, too. You always got to do the Evil Dead 1 or 2 question. But my favorite, my honestly, my favorite Sam Raimi movie is Dark Man. And I feel like really? it doesn't get as much love. No, but, uh, oh, totally. Un- you know. un- yeah, it does not get as much love as it should. I-, I was, you know, I was a tween when that came out, and I was, I was just super. I co- I had all the Darkman comic books. They had a whole line of comic books that came out at like yeah. that around the time. Then, and I just feel like that. You know, the sequels are terrible. <laughs> they yeah, were die, terrible. Yeah. I can't get. I can't even get through. I don't think I've watched. Darkman Two all the way through, I, but uh, <laughs> the first one, the first one for me is just, I just love it. Oh, fantastic movie! Yeah. Now, um, uh, what do you? I mean, do you have uh, any ideas floating around, or do you have any concrete plans or anything? Well, uh, for you know, we, the next, it's fun, the next a couple things. I actually, I, I have a new short film that's coming out that actually I shot. The, 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 it's, show, it's screening for the first time tomorrow night, and um, it stars uh, Malcolm Goodwin, who is one of the leads on that show Breakout King That's on. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, I shot a film with him last year, and Very he was cool. super awesome, super awesome to work with. But it just took us forever to get the post done on it because we were doing nail biters simultaneously. Oh. So, uh, but it's a crime drama, so it's so totally not even horror. And uh, it was such a, a completely different uh, take on things. I mean, I, I enjoyed doing it, you know, and, yeah. and uh, I think it turned out really great. And I'm hoping that will be on the festival circuit probably starting this summer. And uh, Nail Rider, like I said, still playing on the festival circuit and will probably through, it, it probably will play up until it gets its DVD release. Um, and uh, I'm hoping to do a sequel, obviously, since it's, without giving anything away, it's set up for that. Yes, it was. And, yes, it was. and uh, I have a feature that I want to do that's a horror comedy about energy drinks, which it's kind of a... <laughs> it's kind. It's kind of a splatter horror comedy about energy drinks because it actually does get pretty, 
pretty producing in places. Awesome, yeah. We we love the splatter but, around here. Yeah, well, it's it's more it's definitely uh, a little bit more play for laughs and and. Uh, um, is it you know, is it is I the love, energy drink? Is it called Thunder Muscle? Have you ever seen uh, the uh, Todd Margaret? Uh, uh-uh. The increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret with David Cross. Oh, it, <laughs> no, was a, no. it was an IFC series where he goes to Britain to sell a drink called Thunder Muscle, and it's actually like a toxic drink. And, That's hilarious. Uh, oh, it's it's such a funny series. It's on Netflix if you have Netflix. Okay. Watch it. Okay, oh, cool, yeah. Tour. Well, I better, I better watch it to make sure I don't accidentally do something. No, it's, there's but, no, uh, no, uh, no horror involved in it, but uh, yeah, it's this just, is it's this a is really clearly this is like my more uh, extreme, hilarious, almost like the movie The Stuff. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I love The Stuff. Yeah, Where are we going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, 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 that's the one that I basically we're starting to put together the business plan for it this summer, and, and that's, great. Uh, that's great. I'm just hoping that I'm just hoping that by the time we make it, that energy drinks are still legal because you never know. Like if they pull them off the market at some point, my movie will be completely irrelevant. <laughs> um, so. Uh, that's the plan. Is that we're focused on that. I've got several other scripts I'm working on, but uh, you got at some point you got to put your 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 you know flag in the ground and say this is the one I'm going to do, and and uh, then you basically have to marry yourself to it for the amount of time it takes to get it finished, and and uh, you know that's another thing. That's another reason why I like making short films is that you know you shoot it in three or four days and you're done, <laughs> you know yeah. you. You can get them. You can get them out there in a six-month period. Yeah, it's like rapid, on, rapid fire. Yeah, right. And and you keep yourself, you keep yourself fresh, and you keep yourself um, uh, creatively inspired. Because yeah. if you take a lot of time to make a feature, which this is why I will always make short films while I'm doing the the features is, is basically there's a huge period of time where you're not making a movie unless right, you're, yeah. you're, yeah, that, you're out there you're out there trying to convince people to invest and it's it can be so disheartening at times and so yeah. uh you know that you have to keep your creative juices flowing otherwise you'll you'll get stale and you'll get you'll get you'll get very sad <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah. you just gotta you just gotta keep yourself going and and uh so um, yeah, I mean, so, if, you know, if, I, if you're doing I, I, if you're doing shorts, you're constantly in people's minds too. I mean, that's exactly, yeah, exactly, that's and it's thing. like you know, and and the great thing about doing shorts is that people, that you know, there's a lot of people who don't have time to sit down and watch a full feature, and then you just go, here's my six seven minute movie, or here's my fifteen minute movie, and then they just they in and out, and they, you know, they have fun with it, and and uh, I think that uh, the short format is definitely. The most popular it's ever been because of the internet. Yeah, now, I think it's so. Um, you know, and I, I think it's funny that a lot of big, big Hollywood talent now is just, they're doing a lot of short films. You know. Yeah. So, plus with with today's technology, a lot of people uh, have cameras now that they can go out and make their own short films. And you know, again, it still it still comes down to telling a good story, getting good performances. And and all that stuff. People can really train themselves now, like like never before, because people have got access to DSLR cameras and, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah. you know. definitely. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because uh, me and one of my uh, co-hosts here, we actually uh, 
we actually saw you in a Fangoria magazine today when we were in uh, one of the local <laughs> record shops. I was I was hunting through the 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 newest issue of Fangoria or whatever. We saw you. We were like, yeah. hey, we saw him in Whorehound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I, I wrote an article. Basically, they asked me to write an article for the magazine about uh, my experiences in making films in Kansas because it, it's a, you know there's a little bit of a. Uh, you know, it raises an eyebrow a little bit when you tell yeah. people you're making these, making movies like this in Kansas, Kansas City. I'm actually like live right on the outskirts of Kansas City, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was great. I was I was super excited that I had a subscription to Fangoria magazine when I was like 13. So. Oh yeah, that's pretty. Great. Pretty excited, <laughs> and the magazine seems like it's gotten a lot better lately. So. Oh, I agree. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it, they have a new. Uh... Who they're going through now, but yeah, it's gotten a lot better. Hopefully, hopefully year, so. too, it'll it'll be the same for us when our when our short film comes out. And oh, they're yeah. making shit like this in Nebraska. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. That's <laughs> the thing. Is it's like that's the, the great thing about and you know honestly, you got to use that to your advantage because yeah, you know, in 2005 we had a film play at the New York City Horror Film Festival, and it was like, you know, people were really like, who are these Kansas guys? Because I mean, obviously. You opened up the program, and there was a lot of films from like New York, L.A., sure. and, and so then they saw Kansas in the in the program. They were like, "Oh, what?" Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they, they immediately think of the Wizard of Oz. And I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. how many I couldn't believe how many people would reference that. You, you know, got, whenever you got, I was, yeah, and they filmed in Kansas, and, and then I just I'll never forget. I was on the phone with some guy out of L.A. I, I said, "Yeah, I'm in Kansas," and he goes, "Ha, huh, Dorothy." That's all he said. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Dorothy. I'm like, oh my god, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I haven't heard that before. Yeah. You got you got Vin, you got Vinny tapping Gino on the shoulder. Where the fuck is Kansas, man? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, complete misconception. But anyway, so <laughs> uh, you know, I it's been been good so far, you know, and we just gotta keep That's it cool. going and, and uh yeah. yeah, man. Well, you know, it, it was it was absolutely great to meet you out yeah, of Horrorhound, man. Awesome. Um, you know, it was fun. Just you know, obviously we ran into uh, ran into each other, you know, quite a bit yeah. out there. And uh, Aaron, I think it was really Aaron McGrain um, that was stalking me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you. you know, I'll tell you. Said that I'm going to see her this weekend. So definitely tell her because I think she'll, <laughs> she was she was trying to tell it the other way, but I think it, she was the one stalking me. So. Make sure you tell her I said that. Uh, <laughs> okay, definitely. And, and uh, uh, are you guys going to be attending any more shows this this, this uh, summer? Or? We're going to be at, uh, at Kansas City Crypticon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be there. Oh, <laughs> you going to be there? Okay. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, I should uh, be. Well, shit. Now that's just another excuse for Aaron to stalk me down there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring her. Maybe. I'll bring her to make sure she stalks you. Maybe. Uh, we, well, you I don't gonna... know. Maybe we shouldn't make this public. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're actually staying in the the Ramada this time, so the yeah we hotel. we are going to be at the uh, the hotel where the convention is this time. So. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I just no found more out no more Baymont for I, these guys. Yeah, I just found out today that it's at the the Baymont because I was like, well, where did it? Was it last year it was at a different hotel, mm-hmm. so they must have just moved it. But uh, there's actually two con, two cons going there going on there. Two weeks in a row, or, or there's like a two week split between them. There's there's Crypticon, and then there's Con X, oh, something Con's, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they're at the same hotel. Um, okay. Huh. So, 
Well, you know what? The, uh, in August, then, we'll have to... Uh, I don't think we... No, we didn't get it uh, in Columbus, so we'll have to get our uh, our drunken hotel re- uh, interview uh, this August. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll be uh, fun, I promise. It'll be fun. Are you guys... I'm, I'm going to try to... I'm going to definitely be at Fright Night this year. And then I'm a guest at uh, I'm a guest at Flashback Weekend, Sweet. Awesome. Chicago. So I'll be at both of those events. Cool. So yeah, yeah. it'll be a crazy time. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, take uh, before we let you go. Take this opportunity to uh, you know if there's any websites that you want to pimp. Uh, you know anything. Well, any, any uh, a couple of, a couple you? of my shorts. Uh, two of my shorts actually get off my porch, and then there's another short film I made called. It's called torture porn, actually, because it's, it's kind of a, a spoof on on the whole torture porn genre. It's kind of making fun of Hopsel and Saw. Uh, <laughs> both of those short, both those shorts are going to be on Fearnet uh, sometime this summer. Oh, um, nice. um, yeah, that, yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, you know, just uh, I mean, check out SenoReality dot com, which is S E N O Reality dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say check out Nailbiter when it comes out. In the fall, I don't have a release date for it yet because I'm still filling out legalities and sending paperwork in and trying to get it all sure. put away. But as soon as I know, I'll let you know. And and uh, and obviously, pick up Fangoria magazine this month with Johnny Depp on the cover of the Dark Shadows issue because yeah. the article the article is in there. Cool. And uh, yeah, totally awesome. Excellent. Well, thanks very much, man, for calling in, dude. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks um, a lot, man. And yeah, I mean. We will definitely stay in touch. And uh, all right, thanks, man. Know. I appreciate it. Anytime you want me on, let me know. All right, man. Thank cool, you, brother. Take it easy. Okay, right, take care. All right, bye bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey! This is the behind the mask gossip line. We're here with shit sandwich. What's going on, man? Not much, man. On the patio smoking a cig. How you doing? We're uh, pretty good. We're doing well, man. We hear you got a so you have a, a bit of a ghoulish tale for us about ghosties and ghoulies. Hmm. It's more like nasty and stinky than anything. I mean, the ghosties and ghoulies don't come until the end. <laughs> okay, well, I'm then, dying to hear it, man. So lay us into it, man. You're still fresh off uh, this story, right? So you're still kind of uh, on the nerve with it. So uh, that's how exactly how we want you. So let us have it. The beer's pretty much killed the nerve, man, by now. But I'm going to try to like you know revitalize it a little bit. Cool All and. Right. Uh, I'm going to go back and think back. I'm, my name is Shit Sandwich. <laughs> I am 28 years old. I am 5'8", 194 pounds. And I'm unemployed. I am an ex-dishwasher. Not even a dishwasher anymore. I'm an ex-dishwasher. And... You know, when you're unemployed, you go through some hardships. You know, starvation, you drink a lot, you whack a lot. You know, most of all, you starve. And I thought, you know, hey, I do it for free all the time. I might as well get something out of it. So basically, this uh, bar lady of mine that, you know, some chick I picked up at the bar, she's about as old as our mother. Um... She was like, hey, honey, do you want to, 
you know, come to my place, watch some movies. I got some beer, and I make a really good meatloaf and chili. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, why not? I haven't eaten in a couple of days. Well, fuck it, you know. Get, you know, fuck it. And, you know, I figured, you know, by then I'll be I'll be drunk enough to why I, I, I won't care about a big hairy snatch. But, so, okay. <laughs> okay, we want, we, want, we want some documentaries on ancient Egypt and aliens and shit. And she's all about that shit. She's like a psychic and all kinds of shit. And, you know, total crackpot. Love her to death, though. She's a sweetheart. And, uh. <laughs> So I'm sitting there drinking, you know, uh, Parrot Bay with Coke. And midway through my sixth one, she turns on the documentaries and sets a big hot piping Frito pie down on my lap. <laughs> you know, a, bowl, a bowl of chili with Fritos in it, you sick fuck. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and then I'm like, okay, I'm eating it. And, you know, the chili's runnier than shit, but I'm not complaining. It's a free meal, but I know I'm going to have to work for it later. So I'm trying to cop out, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to eat. I want to dine and dash. Like, I want to eat my shift and pretend like I'm having an asthma attack and go home. But, you know, <laughs> apparently, you know, that didn't work. So I just kind of stuck it out. We watched more documentaries. And I'm just kind of like, you know, stalling, stalling, saying, hey, let's watch this. Let's watch this. Let's watch this. You know, before we knew it, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and she has to work at 6 a.m., so I'm like, oh, fuck, i got to go to bed. Now, fuck. So, you know, she goes in the room. I go outside and smoke a cigarette, you know, getting ready for the travesty. And I go back in the room, and I lay down fully clothed, and I notice, of course, she's naked. You know, I kind of expected that. (laughs) What ashamed me about the whole thing was... I grabbed for her cooch first because I was so drunk and didn't know any better. And, you know, and it's like, so I'm like, yeah, fuck it. So I just, she's like, so why do you still got your clothes on? And I'm just like, good fucking question. So I take my shit off. And I'm laying in the bed. I'm just laying there, you know, acting casual, you know, free balling it and stuff like that. And then she starts, you know, you know, whacking it and all that stuff. And, and then, you know, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, let's get this over with. So I just get on top of her. I do the deed as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I pull it out. I just blow, like, on the floor or some shit. I don't remember. It oh. went off. Is it, and, you, said, uh, you said something about her being hairy. And, and then I remember, and I look down, and this is when I sobered up. Like, okay, she's an older lady. She's, like, 43. So, therefore, she pisses, like, six times a, six times an hour. And... It just smells like piss, you know what I mean? I'm just like, what did I just do? And I look, and I'm looking down at you know her snatch, and it that's I mean, it hadn't been trimmed since the fucking fucking Nixon administration, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's, fucking, it's fucking terrible, and uh, so I'm like, you know what? You know, do the deed. I'm done. So I I lay down to go to sleep, and she rolls over and goes to sleep, you know, and I'm laying on my back staring at the ceiling. You know, just trying, I'm just staring at the ceiling while she's sleeping, trying to figure out how I'm going to live with myself after this. So I'm just staring at the ceiling. And you know, she's snoring like a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm staring at the ceiling. Yeah, you know, she's old. You know, she snores. And I'm staring at the ceiling, and about a couple hours goes by, and I'm still staring at the ceiling, still trying to figure out how I'm going to cope with what I've just done. And. I hear this really hard rattling on the wall. And I'm like, oh, you know, you don't think nothing of it. You know, it's kind of an old trailer, so 
you know, airs coming on, something, something, something's happening. I don't, I don't really think much of it. And then uh, I hear more rattling on the wall, and then someone starts banging on the wall. And I'm thinking, okay, this bitch has a husband or some shit, and he just got home. <laughs> what the fuck? And then her closet door swings open and then closes. And then, oh, my cigarette's out. Shit, what's wrong with her? Okay. Anyways, her closet door swings open after this shit's getting knocked around and shit. Her uh, nightstand, she has like a little nightstand. She has like four of them, I noticed. Two of them, you know, on each side of the bed, and two of them in the corners of the rooms. And one of them is just slowly sliding across the floor. The whole and I'm just like, And I'm just like, uh, and I'm still laying on the bed, okay? It's pitch dark in the room. And I'm laying on the bed, and her ass is fucking weed whacking away, fucking snoring and shit. And I'm just, like, staring at this table, slowly inching across the floor. And she has all wood floors, you know. So you can hear it. And I'm just like, huh. At first, I was thinking, okay, did she drop something in my shed or something? Or, or <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what the fuck the deal is. And then I'm just like, okay, you know, go back to bed. And then her closet door busts open really fucking hard. And the sounds get worse. And fucking... Like rat-a-tatting on the walls and shit, and some cocksucker—I don't know—some invisible fucking dude doing Morse code on the fucking bedpost I'm laying beside, and and it's just like, and it's just shit opening and closing. We got shit fucking sliding across the floors and shit. I think fucking hearing voices under the bed. Oh fuck! And it's, it's and I'm just like, you know, I'm still kind of drunk. Like I'm coming down from it, but I'm not really. You know, when I'm drunk, I'm pretty calm. I'm just like. I start gouging her in the back with my pinky. I'm like, like the fuck up. <laughs> She's like, what is it, honey? And I'm like, um, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah. I'm like well, there's shit moving around. And, uh, fuck it. we got Nosferatu creeping around the fucking room. And, and I'm just like, um, uh, what's the fucking deal? And she's like, oh, those are just the ghosts, honey. It's okay. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> I'm just like, and she goes, yeah, I don't worry about it. She's like, I, I've been living with them for years. They follow me around everywhere. I'm used to it. They're, they're, they won't hurt you. They're friendly. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And these motherfuckers are, like, getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I know they're fucking with me because as soon as I... Like, finally, almost to my breaking point, they stop. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I actually try to go to sleep. I lay on my belly, and as soon as I close my eyes, and I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? So I wake her up again, and I'm, like, punching her in the back. I'm getting pissed. I'm like, and I'm just like, look, I'm not trying to be a bad guest or anything. I'm trying to be Mr. Polite, you know? And I'm just like, why the fuck is there shit sliding around your room and who the fuck is knocking on the door and who the fuck is stashed in your closet and, you know, what, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, she's like, well, honey, I'm, I'm psychic and they, they're never this bad. They really, really, really don't like you. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what the fuck did I do to these guys, you know? And she's like, I don't know. And then she just goes back to sleep. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. 
And it just goes on like a few times. I wake her ass up and I'm like, okay, look, bitch, you got to do something about this shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't fucking do this. This is not, this is not, this is not being a good host, you know? And, uh, thing of it is, is like she pulls the blanket up and sits up and I can see the big hairy snatch, snatch that I just fucking ravaged. But I'm just like, I look at it and I'm like, and and I'm more sober by this time, you know, I'm like, I'm sober and I'm just kind of like, uh, the ghosts don't seem that bad now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that actually made me feel better. That made it all better. I'm like, you know what? I'm shit's fucking possessed. <laughs> but you know, it could be worse. I could be sober if he's doing that, you know. Oh. So it made me feel a little better. But still, you know, I want to go to bed. You know, I want to fucking sleep. I don't feel good as it is. I got a fucking headache. My arm hurts and all this stupid shit. So finally, she just knocks me out with a couple of Tylenol gel caps. She gives me she gives me the gel caps and I take the sons of bitches and of course she fucking passes out like in two seconds. I don't know how the fuck she does that shit. I guess it's an old thing. But uh I'm just like, oh shit. She's like, Oh, those will take effect in ten minutes, honey. I'm like, okay. About an hour and a half later, I'm laying there and these motherfuckers are still tapping on the fucking wall, scooping shit across the fucking floor, fucking opening drawers and doing all kinds of stupid fucking shit. And then I'm just like and I actually thought about just walking home. And, and mind you, it's like it's like uh, 10 miles to my house, okay? Or over that. Over that. And I'm seriously considering just walking my ass home. Until finally when I get up, I guess the pills kick in and I just pass out on my ass on the bed. And then you woke up and everything was just back to normal? Yeah, everything was back to normal. I mean, she was still there with her hairy snatch and shit. That wasn't normal, but... <laughs> the ghost. I actually kind of missed the ghost, because I was like, yeah, I could either have the ghost or that, you know? Do, do you think it was Kane, dude, from Poltergeist? I don't know, man. They didn't like my ass. They were, they just, I mean, just, I know it sounds funny and all, but these are some mean motherfuckers. They didn't like my ass, and it was okay, because I didn't like being there, so it was mutual, you know? <laughs> what? They, they didn't... They didn't. <laughs> Did you wake up and the furniture was stacked? Uh, no. I mean, that would have been awesome. That would have made it worth it, you know? But hey. no, no. It was a fucked up night. I had fucking hairy fucking prehistoric vaginas and fucking fucking entities and shit. It was fucked up. Maybe because you uh, you were in cider, maybe the spirits will start following you now. <laughs> you were one. Uh, no, that's not logical. Okay. Did, uh, <laughs> um, now, just to... Dude, I do this for a living, okay? Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, literally, I literally fuck random bar whores more than I actually work. <laughs> so you're a full-time... <laughs> yeah, bar. pretty much, yeah. I mean, I hey, I got a bowl of chili and, you know, like some fucking meatloaf out of the deal. But think about it, where's the chili... To make things worse, to top off the ghosts and top off the pussy and top off this and top off the grodiness and all. The chili was runny. It tasted like Grammy's chili, Aaron. You ever had Grammy's chili? Well, you're blowing it's our like car. All it's, all, it's all runny and watery and shit. It tasted like Grammy's fucking chili. And the, the meatloaf was nothing but a big, gigantic hamburger with ketchup smeared all over it. <laughs> that was fucking good. The bit would have been like, you know, fucking... If she, 
you know, yeah. If she would have like taken me to Hemingway's a lobster night or something, I would have been cool with that. I would have been cool with the ghosts and the you know, debauchery and the fucking piss smell pussy and all that shit. But no, I got a fucking twenty pound hamburger dipped in ketchup and a fucking And then you got to eat it. Yeah, I had to eat a stinky fur burger. Yeah, I had to eat a fur burger too, and it actually made the meatloaf look good. (laughs) Okay, so just so the people um, that are listening know, um, what was your view on the paranormal before this? Like, were you kind of a skeptic, and this is like, you know? Oh, well, here's here's the thing. No, I wasn't a skeptic. I've always believed in ghosts. I just never thought I'd run into them under these circumstances. You never thought they were, they'd be perverts, just kind of like watching you do the, you know. Yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be something a little more, something a little more dramatic. Not oh, I'm doing some cougar. Oh, there's fucking Casper floating around the room watching our asses. Now, is you know, this, it, yeah, no, I feel it, it, it really soured me on ghosts. Okay, so is this the, uh, is this the only occurrence that you can think of that, uh, um, at least in recent times, that a oh, fucking an old chick. Well, Dude, no. I can do like candy stories of that shit. There was uh, one time when... What was that the question? What's the question? I, I don't know. I was, it was going to be more with paranormal, not about the, the old ladies. Well, you, were about, you were about to go on a bunch of... I know you got tons of stories. I thought you were asking if this is the first time when I've had like a fur burger or a fucking old bitch or something. No, no. that's I'm a veteran, man. I, I personally think this story is actually in your favor. It's been worse, man. You've left... You've left scarier situations at five, six in the morning when it was negative ten degrees outside walking home because it was just a better time out there than it was where you woke up blacked out. So at least it's summertime. <laughs> Actually, no, this is probably one of the worst uh, I've had. Didn't you tell me you got raped by a fat chick? Basically, you woke up and she was on top of you. And I remember you calling me personally at five in the morning, and I was like, "Where are you?" And it was freezing out. This is the coldest winter we've had in years, and it was like negative ten degrees out. And you're like, "I don't Dude, care." I- I would take I would take the fat bitch. <laughs> I'd take the fat bitch. At least I woke up and I was asleep when she did her business, you know? <laughs> you woke up with her on top of you. <laughs> yeah, my fucking wank smelled like sour milk afterwards, but... <laughs> I mean, you know after you do a chick, you gotta do the freshness test. You know how to... You know how to like, hey, Todd. Todd. Todd, you, you've been around the block a few times, okay? You know when you do a chick, you do the freshness test sometimes? You know how to... Like, I have, I have this image of uh, Captain Spaulding fucking that uh, big fat chick from, uh, what was that, Devil's Rejects Devil's in my Rejects, head? Devil's Rejects, yeah. <laughs> I see no, I'm like, saying, I'm saying, oh, like, I see him. between me and Todd, okay? Aaron, you wouldn't know anything about this, but Todd, uh, you know, you, you know you, when you, you you get with a girl, you know, I mean, your girlfriend doesn't have to hear about this. It's okay, you know, just don't show no, her yeah, the whole yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, you get with a girl, and then she takes her panties off, and then you're kind of, you're kind of questioning how uh, fresh she is, and then you you, you, take, you stick a couple fingers in there, and then when she's not looking, you just take a whiff, and then you kind of evaluate. Oh, got, yeah. And then you're like, sometimes it's like, eh, not too bad. Sometimes it's like, eh, it's a little day odor, but, you know, that's normal. And sometimes it just smells like a can of sardines in the sun, and you're just like, <laughs> just want to vomit. Yeah, and you just want to fucking bomb projectile vomit all over her fucking face. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's like, it's fucked up, you know? Oh, I, I mean, so. like, my grandma has died ten times. Excuse me? My grandma has died ten times. I mean, I've used that, 
I've used that excuse many times to get out of, you know, chick, nasty chicks out. So I just got to call my grandma dad. <laughs> so the, the the sour milk chick, we're talking about the fat chick that you woke up with on top of you, basically raping you. Yeah, that's sour milk chick, huh? Yeah, sour milk chick, which that's just a horse with a different color. It's a whole new story here. Um, oh, no, I mean, got more stories. Uh, should I tell you about one about the Subway meatball sandwich? Yeah, go ahead. We can always edit this in the segments. Go for it. Tell us about it. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, shit. Oh, so one time it was like, okay, back in the day, okay, you know, I used to go to the bar by my house a lot, you know, and, you know, yeah. And, uh, you know, previous to going to the bar earlier that day, I stopped by one of my favorite stops of the day, Subway. And today I was like, you know, I usually get the spicy Italian, but today I think I'm going to get the meatball marinara with pepperonis. Why not? Let's, let's be, let's live dangerously. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, I take a couple bites out of the sandwich, and then my buddy calls me. He's like, hey, you want to come to the bar? I'm like, okay, cool. So I wrap up the sandwich, and I put it in the fridge. So, you know, I take this chick home with me, and it really sucked because she was actually really, really fucking hot, and I fucked it up, and you're going to figure out why. You know, we're doing our thing, this and that. I take her home to, quote, unquote, watch a movie with me, wink, wink. You know, and then blah, 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 watching the movie, this and that. You know, and I got her naked and all kinds of shit. And then I go and I get my sandwich out of the fridge, and I start munching on it in my room, you know, when she's, like, stripping down. Because, I, you know, when I'm drunk, I get the drunk munchies. So what I do is I sit the sandwich on the nightstand. So, you know, I'm doing my thing, you know. I'm just, you know, back and forth, fucking up and down. And then, you know, I have her bent over doggy style. <laughs> and, you know, she's on all fours, you know, so she can only see the sheets. She can't see shit. And I'm just pounding away at it, and I'm thinking, oh, I never finished that sandwich. <laughs> well, I'm pounding away at it and shit, you know, and she don't know what's going on. She can see, like, the wall of the sheet. She don't know the fucking thing. So I fucking reach over while still keeping my rhythm, reach over. And I grab that sandwich, trying hard to be quiet so she can't hear the paper crinkle, you know, the, the wrapped in paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being all clandestine about it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm unwrapping it, and I'm eating the shit. I'm just eating it, munching on it and shit, because I'm hungry, you know? And, I want, and I'm frankly, it's one of those sexual episodes where you're just kind of tired and you want to go to bed. So I'm just trying to get her off and please her. So I'm just, like, doing my thing, railing it, railing it, railing it, eat my sandwich, eat my sandwich. And I'm eating it. And I guess I bit it just the wrong way, and a bunch of and a meatball fell into her butt crack. Fell <laughs> <laughs> onto her ash cheek and stuck on there. <laughs> Did and, you eat it out? and she's like, oh, "Did you get off?" And I'm like, "Uh, uh." uh she's like, "Did you pull out?" And I'm like, "Uh." I'm like, uh, if she looks at me, I got a fucking sandwich in my hand with marinara sauce all over my mouth. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, dude, it's not a sexual thing. I swear to God, I, mean, I was just hungry, you know? Not a sexual thing. So, and she's like, what's that in my ass? I'm like, I just dropped a meatball in your butt crack. And she's like, what? And I'm still in her at this point. My wang is holding that meatball in. And I'm just like, I'm just, like, and I'm just fucking like, can I get that for you? Trying to be polite, you know? I felt like Gilbert Godfrey on The Problem Child when, you know, the meatball got flung into the lady's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, oh, my fucking God. 
And, and I'm like trying to peel the pepperoni off her butt, and she like slapped my hand. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then she goes into my she goes into my bathroom and like takes my towel and just cleans herself off. And her that she was out there like that out of hell, man. She was gone. <laughs> Never heard from her again. Sound like George Costanza or whatever. Yeah, it's very it's bad. George Costanza moment. Flying too close on wings of pastrami. Close to the sun. <laughs> no. Is there anything oh, what's, else? Shit, uh, what's more? And what's more of them? Oh, fuck. Uh, we, yeah. do one, we do one more. Uh, my personal favorite's the... Uh, and we could always, you know, do some editing if we had to, just kind of cut out some of this banter in the middle. But uh, my my favorite is the uh, my favorite is the episode with the one chick um, where she uh, did a certain thing on you after you did a certain thing to her. If you know what I mean? What? Okay, just, just the the are Latina. The, are, you Mex- talk, are you talk, are you talking about the chick that you know without permission stuck a finger in my ass and I freaked out, and kicked her in the face? No, just we're not talking. We're not talking about that, but you could you could tell us that if you want. You just did. Yeah, that, that, that one's pretty brief, you know. That one's pretty brief. It's like she's doing her thing. I'm laying down, and she fucking brams a finger at my ass. I freak out. Just had a reflex. Not I didn't mean to. Had a reflex. I kicked her right in her face and pretty much knocked her out cold on the fucking floor, man. <laughs> she like just fell on her ass, and she was like you know having a seizure for a second there, and I'm just like. uh it's like I wanted to say sorry, but I didn't want to say sorry because I felt she kind of owed me an apology at the same time. <laughs> I just wanted to look at her and be like, we're even. <laughs> I, oh, that, that one's good, um, but I was actually talking about the uh, the Mexican girl. Wait, wait. Oh, God. Oh, shit. This is where my name shit sandwich comes from, actually. <laughs> the namesake, all right. Yeah. Dude, this one's pretty. This one's pretty. Uh, pretty basic too. Okay, my thing is, is this. Okay, here's my disclaimer. Okay, if you're a girl and you you're into anal sex and you want a guy to do it to you, and he's actually kind enough and willing to do it for you, you better make sure you're fucking cleaned out first. I mean, that's the least you can fucking do. I mean, pulling out. I mean, pulling out with mud dick is one thing. <laughs> but, you know, it, the thing about it is, is, like, when you're doing her and shit and you feel this pressure and stuff, and you're like, something ain't right. You know, I don't typically do it that way. I try to avoid anal sex because I personally don't care about it much. It don't, it, ain't, it don't really bother me. It's either gross or it's nothing at all, in a sense. It don't, it don't, it don't do nothing for me. But I'm trying to be the gentleman, and I'm trying to be a good host. And I'm trying to, you know, give the guests what they want. It's like the customer's always right, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. So, so, I'm, so I'm doing her and shit, and this bitch just fucking squirts shit all fucking over me. Fucking oh. all over me in a motel room, in the most run-down motel room in Branson, Missouri, that you could find. This is when I lived with Aaron. This is when you came and visited us, you know, at our apartment, Todd. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to have a love nest and shit. And all that stuff. You know, we we go off to like that a shitty motel room. I, ba- I, ba- I did bang her a couple times on Aaron's couch, though. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we can only flip those cushions so many times. Had too many friends dear, jerk dear, off dear, on them. Dear, 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 dear remember, do you remember when we were like moving your couch and you found the used condoms in there and shit? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're wrapping it up for once. It's all right. Continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, 
You know, I'm in the motel room. This bitch just like squirts fucking shit fucking all over me. It was fucking horrible. And I didn't know what to do. Like, she was like, she had to look. I felt, I actually kind of felt bad for her. I, I did. Part of me felt, part of me, part of me wanted to fucking choke her out and pop her eyeballs out. But there was a part of me that felt really bad for her, you know? But it's kind of like your responsibility. If you're going to take objects into the anal cavity, make sure that you've dumped beforehand. You know, it's common sense. <laughs> okay, 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 I'm getting a little emotional. I'm going to kind of calm down a little bit. But this fucking just totally fucking explodes all over my crotch. I mean, not only do I have mud dick, I mean, my fucking crotch looks like a fucking waller. It's fucking oh. terrible. Oh. I mean, it's what like, okay. So what I do is... I'm fucking, I'm literally teary-eyed, and I fucking, I go into the fucking shower. I, it's one of those, like, adjustable shower heads with, like, the hose attached and shit. Yeah. And I'm just, like, laying my crotch off, rubbing that cheap fucking Best Western fucking soap all over it, trying to get all the shit off in a shower that already has shit all in it all, already because it's a nasty motel shower. And I'm just spraying myself off like this, oh, my God. And then she's, like, crying in the room, and I'm getting my pants on. And she's like, I didn't mean to do that. And I just looked at her and I said, you're fucking fired. <laughs> That's the only thing that came to my mind. And she would never oh. work in the town of Branson, Missouri again after this incident. Oh, no, she still works there. My ass left. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Uh, well, um, it's been she's revolting. Just Branson, she's just Branson material, man. I guess you're right. Well, um, I'm very happy that you gave us the time oh, yeah. uh, to call in and you know share with us uh, all your all your stories here. Um, and uh, excuse me, I just dropped a lit cigarette in my pants. Well, it happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting outside in my boxers right now, smoking a cigarette, and my flies kind of open because of the way I'm sitting. You know, yeah. I just Keep it classy. A cherry in my pants, man. Keep it classy. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. All, right, cool. All right, man. Well, I uh, appreciate it. We'll look yeah. forward to hearing more from you. Yeah, yeah. Call back with all your uh, future endeavors. Here. What's up? Here. Excuse me? Uh, give me a Killian's. Give you a Killian's? Killian's Red, Irish. You talking to me? Hi, Heineken? No, I'm talking to Charles, dude. <laughs> Your beer wench? All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's, totally it's, yeah. you got PBR. That for for you guys out there, um, the the sandwich here is a little loaded, um, and don't, don't take that. Don't 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 be the sandwich. And don't don't, and don't take uh, him being a drinker into consideration for his story last night. Um, I can personally vouch that he's uh, not a BS or uh, even though he was drunk <laughs> and his little Dude, ghost tail. Here's the deal. Here's the fucking deal. People, right, when, people, when people BS about stories, they usually tell stories that glorify them and make them look bigger than they really are. My <laughs> stories are not charming at all. You're they honest, do not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do fame the hell out of me. So why would I lie about them? <laughs> why would you lie? Why do I, why do I even tell the truth about them? <laughs> why, why don't I just keep them to myself sometimes? Well, I, I get what you're saying. If, if you were going to lie about the ghost story, then you would lie in a put um, a much uh, 
much more desired female in your uh, in the slot of. You know, she was a she was a hug, man. So she, okay, was the creep, she was the creepiest ghoul in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so everybody out there, that should be enough uh, validation and verification that he is uh, for real. Because like you said, who would uh, who would not just make it all up and. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we appreciate it there, and uh, look forward to uh, more calls. I really, and- I, really, I really hope to God she doesn't subscribe to this fucking podcast someday on Facebook. <laughs> well, lucky for us, we had no viewers. <laughs> didn't yeah, just yeah, joking. I know. If you've ever considered stepping behind the beaded curtain at a sleazy video store, if you've ever watched something so vile that you had to lock the door behind you. If you currently have a VCR still connected to your home theater, then get yourself over to Exploited Cinema at exploitedcinema.blogspot.com. Bat32 and J-Dog always keep it greasy. And remember to keep telling yourself it's only a podcast. It's only a podcast. It's only a podcast. It's only a podcast. Hey, everybody. We're back. We're talking to Bat32, our good friend from Exploited Cinema. What's going on, Bat? What's up, dude? I'm uh, just chilling here. I'm fucking in Tennessee right now. I'm kind of sweating my fucking ass off. but uh, Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee. <laughs> glad, glad to fucking be here, man. So it's it's your guys' first anniversary show, huh? Yeah, one year, man. I can't believe it's been one year. It's, it's you know, gone quick. But, um, yeah. Well, what episode number is this, anyway? Fuck, I think it's like... 14 or something like 14. that. 14? That's yeah. not bad. 15 episodes, 14, 15 episodes a year. I know you guys took a break for a little bit there. Like yeah. a month, so. We took a break, and we've also kind of merged a few of the interviews into episodes. So, I mean, it could be like 20 for all I know, because we mm-hmm. did a lot of interviews and shit, too. So, But, um, yeah, I don't know. One year, it's it's gone quick, man. We've been, uh, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff recently we haven't came out with a uh, podcast in probably a month now but um we've been working a lot with um getting our film off the ground actually um, oh yeah that's right you guys got some connections rocking at horror hound or whatever lush one of lush's scripts he's uh trying to get into the works right yeah and we're actually you know working pretty hardcore i mean some good people on board and uh some people that actually have, you know, decent film equipment, like a red camera and shit like that. And, uh, uh, we're working on that right now, so it's pretty good. We had a casting call last week, and we cast everybody except the lead actress, which kind of backed out at the last second. So we got to meet with a few other girls in the next couple Let of me days. guess, you don't want to take her top off or what? No. That's, that's always my problem. <laughs> well, you know what? She, I mean, the script doesn't really have nudity in it, but there is, mm-hmm. like, a rape scene. You want to work in a titty, right? Like a titty flopping out just accidentally. <laughs> or, uh, that's what I do. I just be like, just let your titty fall out. Exactly. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're kind <laughs> of uh, meeting with some people that are actually gonna, you know, some girls that will actually bring something to the table. So, mm-hmm. but uh, other than that, man, we just been busy doing that. We haven't really got a chance to update the website a whole lot. We just been uh, working on. The film thing, but uh, we thought we'd get I know this. The up. website's rather new, though, right? Yeah, I haven't even gotten a register account. I've been fucking just up in the air with my bullshit. So yeah, and there's there's still a few bugs on the website, <laughs> but it's uh, it's coming slowly but surely. So um, we're you know doing one thing at a time, but uh, we wanted to get a one year anniversary Colin show podcast out there. We actually uh, we 
In this episode, we talked to uh, Leslie Dean from uh, Freddy's Dead. And uh, Is that your interviewer? She called in. She called in. Awesome. Wanted to bullshit with us. And then um, also the director of this new film called Nailbiter called in. And, uh, a few I think other. I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard and, some stuff about that. Uh, Patrick Rea, he called in, and a few other people. So it was, uh, I mean, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, but one year, I, I mean, I can't believe it's already here, so... That's what, awesome! Congratulations. Yeah, man. What uh, what have you been checking out recently? Anything or? Um. Uh, well, we uh, J Dog sent me a package. I've been getting into a little bit here and there. Um, uh, this film called Three Fifteen he sent me, which has actually got Animal Mother from uh, Full Metal Jacket starring in it. I've never seen him in another movie, so nice. it's, a, it's kind of a class of nineteen eighty four kind of. Oof. Yeah. You know. Thing in school with you know drug dealers and it's pretty good. It's not like class of nineteen eighty four, but it's in that vein, you know. Sure, sure. What uh, what year did that come out? Um, I'm not sure. J Dog probably know that better. I'm guessing probably mid eighties, but um, it might be eighty three, eighty four. I'm not sure exactly. So, yeah, class of nineteen eighty four is actually one of my personal favorites. Uh, it has uh, my favorite Alice Cooper song in it, I Am the Future. <laughs> you like that song oh, a lot? God. Dude, I love Alice yeah. Cooper, man. And that's that's my favorite Alice Cooper song. Um, you know, it's it's pretty obscure for an, you know, Alice Cooper fan, but uh I love that fucking tune, man. I definitely dig some Alice Cooper. He's from Michigan, so you know, he's a Michigan native, so got to respect the man. Oh yeah, and see him in a con- his concerts are freaking <laughs> insane, dude. Dude, I want to see one. I know he fucking Brent rolls like the baby out, and cuts its head yeah. off, and he's got the sword out and shit. And it's like a special effects wizard up there. So, oh yeah, the spe- yeah the straight jacket and the guillotine and all that shit. But yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I've been checking out some other shit though. Uh, he also sent me a flick called uh, World Gone Wild, which is a. Uh, Post-apocalyptic, actually, um, mm-hmm. really, really good film. Actually, the 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 rip he sent me was the sound was in and out a little bit, but to be honest with you, the movie was so fucking cool. I I totally overlooked that, but I'm uh, I'm on the search for. I think there's a region two DVD, so I'm on the search for that one because uh, that one I watched two or three times actually, and, and we're gonna cover it. Don't any of you fuckers out there with other podcasts jump on that one because it's ours. <laughs> Right. I would talk That's... about you guys, but, you know. It's <laughs> no, we out there man. in radio, out there in radio land. Uh, <laughs> anybody listening, back off. That's ours. Uh, but uh, speaking of apocalyptic films, uh, did you end up checking? We covered the Divide uh, last podcast. Did you end up? Uh, have you checked that out yet with Michael Beam at all? Or is that newer or is that older? I've it's never newer. Heard... It just came out. Uh, I think a few months ago. Oh, okay. I, I picked it up, and it's man, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. It, uh, it's definitely worth a check. So uh, I would highly recommend that film. It's a, it's really depressing film. It's not a film you'd be able to watch numerous times, but mm-hmm. um, it's pretty twisted, man. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of sleazy elements to it. Let's just say that. <laughs> Patricia well, Arquette gets raped. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, okay. quite a bit in the film. So. Ooh. She's pretty much the sex slave to two uh, homosexual deviants. Two is, guys. Is, My, is Michael Bean raping her, or is no. he like a detective or something? No, he's he's the super of uh, apartment building. 
Ah, interesting. So, and it takes place in like an underground shelter, and it's it's a pretty solid film. So, I'd highly recommend checking that out. Yeah, I dig I dig me some Bean, man. Like uh, Aliens is my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, of the series, and I love I love Terminator and the fucking Beast, dude. That's my man. <laughs> Are you looking forward to the new? Uh, well, I guess it's what the prequel to the Alien film, the. Um, uh, Goose has been fucking Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah, he's been bugging me about going to see that with him. But um. it's the first time I'm gonna be honest with you. This this trailer, I saw the whatever. I don't know if it's minute long or whatever kind of teaser trailer, minute twenty. And uh, this is the first time I've been excited about a, a theatrical release in a really fucking long time. So um, yeah, I'm I'm all about it. It comes out in July, right? Or is it yeah, June? I think it's July, yeah, June or July. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I'm I'm revved up and ready to go for that one. Uh, I'd like to um, now. I'm down here in the city, and should I like to get to the IMAX theater? Because I've only been to an IMAX theater one time. They don't have they didn't have them up north in Michigan, mm-hmm. and I went to one, and it was like um, it was cool and all, but it was like one of them educational films or whatever so sure sure yeah um yeah so i'm i'm really psyched about this uh this prometheus so i'm looking forward to it and um from what i've read it's like a prequel they're they're saying that it's not a prequel to to alien but Mm -hmm. they're saying that because they want to start their own franchise up with it yeah they want to start a new franchise but basically this was written um before they shot the first alien i mean uh rough drafts and shit from what i understand or maybe right after so yeah this has been in the works for many many fucking years so <clears throat> yeah that'll be uh that'll be pretty sweet i'm you know looking forward to checking that out yeah we just ended up seeing the the avengers and imax uh goose and i a few weeks ago and i really dug it i mean i don't know if you know, you're into comic book movies, but it's, uh, you know, it's pretty big, and uh, I would highly recommend it if you're into that shit, but Marvel films. But When it comes to superhero shit, I really only dug into the Fantastic Four, and uh, I like that last Punisher film that came out. Oh, was that Warzone? Yeah, I, I really I, enjoyed the I style of it. I still haven't seen it. that, man. I've been wanting to see that, because I it's love pretty Punisher is my dude. favorite uh, comic book character. It's the it's he's my favorite too, dude, and it's the real Punisher. Like he fucking he just like blow he's blowing people's heads off left and fucking right. That's all you're seeing is fucking heads pop off, dude. Yeah, he, he's vicious in it, and uh, I don't know who that actor is. It's not the guy from the the first one they did. Uh, yeah. Well, no, nah, it wasn't the first one because the first one was uh, had Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. In it, Dolph and, Lundgren, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna hate on it. I know there's some fans out there, and I'm kind of lukewarm to it, but it's it's not the greatest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Warzone blows that shit out the water. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> this guy, though, I don't know what his what the actor's name is. I think I've seen him in a few other things, but like he fits the bill. Like he, like I could pick, pull out the comic book and I'd be like, "That's the Punisher. That's what the fucking Punisher looks like." You go to back to those old comics. That's that's him, man. Yeah, and I, I mean, I love Thomas Jane as the as the Punisher. I mean, a lot of people actually didn't like him, but. Uh... Um, Punisher, he is one of my favorite Marvel, you know, 
comic book character just because he's you know the vigilante and uh he never he, takes any prisoners or no. he doesn't hand them over to the cops he just blows their fucking head off there's, like there's nothing <laughs> superhero about him he just you know <laughs> well but, he's got some good he's got some strength and shit in him yeah. but yeah his weapons is is really what it's all about and i mean like yeah he's not super but like he could you know 500 yards blow your head off with a sniper <laughs> rifle yeah. you know that's pretty super to me exactly he, he's a real he's he's a real modern day um anti-hero hero you know what i mean that's like a guy you could like rely on you know what i mean so and i think a lot of the the comic book (laughs) geeks out there don't like the punisher because he is like you know the vigilante that you know just kills everybody i mean he doesn't take any prisoners like you were saying and Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those you know a lot of those people that are in like superman and all that can't really relate to you know the punisher that's why i like him though well, he was a villain in, um, originally when he popped up was, uh, that issue of Spider-Man. He was like one of fucking yeah. Spider-Man's villains. So like he is, he, but you know what I mean? He's doing good out here to an extent, but like, you know, the superheroes don't, it's like they don't dig him because, you know, he's not doing it the way like Batman would turn him over to the police. I don't know about <laughs> the Dark Knight. I never really got into the Dark Knight or whatever. He's yeah. like a little bit more vicious, but, uh. You know, yeah, like the superheroes like can't get with him. I guess I don't know. He he's like the superhero that's smoking math or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to hang out with him because he's crazy and shit. But like he gets shit done. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he don't you think he'd fit in really good with the Watchmen crew? Like oh, yeah, that's 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 the kind of superhero he is, man. So no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Watchmen fan, but I did, you know, I did appreciate the film. Yeah, it was. I'm not You're not a Zack Snyder fan. Not right? a Zack Snyder <laughs> fan, but uh, you like you like that Dawn of the Dead remake, though, don't you? Oh, I fucking hated that piece of shit. Really? Yeah, okay. that, I that's I can't stand that film. I don't know. Um, that's the only. That's one of the few remakes out here that I actually enjoy, but um, not because it says Dawn of the Dead on it. Just because I think it's a decent zombie film to an extent, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, Each I, their own. <laughs> I could never get into it. I saw it opening day or whatever, and I was so excited. Yeah, me too. I was, me I was too. sporting the Dawn of the Dead shirt in there. Me course, too. Me of course, too. nobody really knew what the fuck you know, Dawn of the Dead was. You had the, the original on, though. Oh, you know? yeah, dude. I had the original on, dude. I walked out of there with my uh, my ex-girlfriend uh, at the time, or now, but uh, she's like, oh, that movie's great. And I was like, that was a piece of shit. What are you talking about? See, that's what I said on the Jason remake, and I said on the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And Elm Street was just fucking god-awful, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, my buddy was trying to tell me that it was, like, not so bad, and I was like, no, that 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 right there was fucking dog shit. After the first Period. ten minutes, I wanted to, I, I called this movie a piece of shit, you know, not even yeah. seeing the whole film. I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> it, it just, it just, yeah, it wasn't working for me either, and actually, I'll be honest with you, that was my last, uh theatrical viewing and i was really? kind of like you know what i'm i'm fucking over this shit you know i ain't taking my chances with this bullshit anymore but, uh, well, you better you be, know you better be saving it for a lords of salem i just saw a little uh, teaser thing uh, yeah of- i seen something like that was out i've been uh, just waiting for the full trailer i don't want to really spoil it but is that a rock and roll horror film i mean is that what it is yeah well not from the t- teaser i mean it was hard to tell but it just looked really satanic and it'll look fucking badass dude so okay. for what i saw um we're actually uh the whole behind the mask crew's heading up to the rob zombie megadeth show here in uh, sioux city iowa here in the next week or two 
Oh, you guys are going to see Megadeth? Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah they're co-headlining Rob Zombie Megadeth, so um, that'll be pretty badass. I mean, I know a lot of people aren't fans of Rob Zombie's music. I, I love his music. I even love his solo shit, but, I mean, his... White Zombie, you like, you dig like, big time? Yeah, or? I love White Zombie. I love I love it all, man. Uh, his, uh, his theatrical, you know, like, stage performances are just phenomenal, dude. Um, it's like you're at, watching a fucking horror film. It's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, even so I always not, dug his music videos, man. I really dug his music videos all the time. So yeah, even if you're not, you know, down with his uh, solo shit, I'd highly recommend checking him out in concert because it, he just puts on a great show, man. Oh, I dig his solo shit. Don't get me wrong. I just wasn't. I, I like Megadeth more, but that would yeah, be a I great combination. I don't know. I don't really know how that would mesh well together. I'd rather see like. Um, Another speed metal band aside, you know, Megadeth. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'd like to see Megadeth and Slayer together. You know what I mean? That's 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 my perfect combo. So Oh, yeah. And this is the first time I'm seeing Megadeth, so I'm really pumped. See Dave Mustaine on stage, man. I, Fuck I just get yeah, a boner dude. just thinking about it. <laughs> when I hear that motherfucker's voice, dude, that, like, that gets me out focused and shit. Like, he, you know, he's kind of a guide for me, man. Like, I, I dig his lyrics, so... Oh, he's great, man. And I've actually I've list I listen to a lot more Megadeth than I do Metallica, even though I respect Metallica too. Mm-hmm. I love Metallica, but I mean, there's something about Megadeth, man. I get I could listen to Megadeth every day. I mean, Metallica just like I gotta be in a mood for it, probably because they heard it no. so many times. But that uh, that Metallica demo, No Life to Leather or whatever. Yeah. Honestly, I love rocking that, and that's probably because Dave's fucking Dave wrote all the songs, and he's fucking on lead guitar there. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I just jam that shit, and it's really because of Dave. And I'd probably be more hardcore into Metallica. You know what I mean? If Dave would have was still in the band and shit, because uh, you know their older stuff, like he ripped, they ripped him off till fucking they they had tracks on Ride the Lightning that were written by Dave that they basically stole because you can listen to fucking Megadeth songs and you're like hey wait a minute that sounds like this song by Metallica that song and it's like it is I mean it is he he's like fuck that I'm gonna write my own take my music back and write my own lyrics to it and play it faster exactly I agree yeah, Dave is Dave is fucking fast, man. I know he's had arthritis and shit in his hands, and from head, literally from fucking headbanging, he he fucked his um, he fucked his spine up, dude. Like he's yeah. got all kinds of back problems and shit. So you know, but the guy is still can fucking move and play them songs. So uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I think he's really talented. I think he's more talented than any member of Metallica. So I'm sure that'll piss a shitload of people off. But I don't really <laughs> give sure. a <laughs> I'm sure Goose would be calling for your head. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Well, hey, I gave him props on the uh, I gave him props on the Chinese Democracy album because I yeah. really dug that GNR album. So I know a lot of people hated it, but uh, I-, I dug it. So I still need to pick it up. I guess like five bucks at Best Buy. So definitely worth that was originally a Best Buy exclusive. Yeah. Like you couldn't get it anywhere else. I remember a buddy like he didn't want to bootleg it, but like he had no other option because it was like fucking four hours to buy the disc, you know, and he didn't want to wait, so Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool, man. Well uh anything else you wanna you wanna chat about at all or 
Um, well, you know, uh, for anybody else out there that listens to our show, we should be coming back here soon. Um, we're trying to get something rocking here together. And uh, I don't know. I hope we can get you guys on here soon again, maybe, uh, you know, in the near future. I don't know. Like I said, we're going to be bumming along with the episodes and stuff. So I think we're about moving your guys' speed now, which is... <laughs> Isn't it, I don't know. It's, it's so slow. slow. I mean, yeah. uh, we've never slowed it. down like this. We used to do, you know, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. sometimes three episodes, four episodes, so, you know. Well, yeah, man, any time, man. Just, you know, let us know. And uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd love to, you know, do something more and vice versa, too. I mean, I want to get you guys on and, uh, you know, we should all just pick a film and just fucking tear it to shreds, dude. Or pick a film that we really like and fucking bolster it up and talk it up and sell it up like it's a fucking crack or something. That too, man. Either or. or. (laughs) But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Now that I'm down here, down south, maybe, uh, because I know you guys have been out to the conventions and shit. Maybe we we can fucking meet up at a convention and get something fucking rocking here, too. So I think it's going to be a good year for me and... uh, you know, I see you guys doing a bunch of shit. That's awesome because I remember we we had you guys on the show just to promote, and it, it doesn't feel like a fucking year to me. So, where, where does the time go, man? It's crazy. So, I don't know. Were you uh, were you thinking about maybe hitting up some conventions, or was there any ones close to you that you were actually you know looking at? Or well, I mean, I mean, I got access to wheels and shit, so you know, it just depends. You know how work comes in. You know, I just got down here, so uh, yeah, sure, but it's sure. a lot of fucking work down here. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kentucky's not very far, so you know, I'm thinking about maybe um, Fright Night Film Fest might be in the cards, but you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm just going to go there as a, a convention goer. I'm not going to yeah. be really pushing the show as hardcore, but, uh, you know, I might do that. I don't know. Um, it just all depends. I got to get, you know, moving down here to see what's up. But, yeah, before the end of the year, I'd like to go to a convention for sure. So Sweet, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. after hitting our first convention, man, you, you get that fucking high, you know, mm-hmm. like come back from it too, and you're just like, you're still on that high. It's It's pretty crazy. I'm... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that KC Crypticon one that we're heading up. But yeah, that Fright Fest or whatever it sounds pretty sweet too. I have been looking at that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've looked into that convention, the the Crypticon, uh, a couple times because they get some good guests in there. You know, I'm I'm kind of hanging loose. I'd like to see more. You know, I'm dick horror and everything, but like. I want to meet, you know, I want to meet more exploitation people, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, but, you know, who knows? I might just, you know, if shit doesn't get off quick enough, um, odds are I'll probably be back out to uh, Wasteland in October because they do a fall show. You know, they do two shows a year. So, yeah, I might just go back out to that because I really dug the people and shit and go out there for a weekend and uh, get smashed and, and have a good time. So it all depends. I don't know. Well, I'll keep you up. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Because I definitely hit a wasteland. I mean, I don't care who the guests are. I just want to fucking go out there to party, man. <laughs> That's a definitely a show. I think you and Lost will feel right at home, man. I'll be honest with you, because I know how you guys like to get down, and uh, oh yeah, you know, I think you'll dig it, man. The prices are reasonable on shit, like posters and stuff like that, and the autographs are reasonable. I don't know. I've heard. You know, some of these bigger conventions like Horror Hound, the prices are a little bit, you know, different. But yeah. you know. 
they're they're no more than than twenty five. I think at uh, Cinema Waste. I guess it depends, but yeah, I wanted to go last fall to meet John Saxon and stuff. But yeah. I figure John Saxon, he's one out getting out there and shit. I'll probably I'll probably meet up with him eventually. Or yeah, so. Saxon be fucking amazing. Yeah, best uh, best movie horror cop uh, hands down. So oh, I agree. <clears throat> he's uh. Probably my favorite film of his is, uh, is that Cannibal Apocalypse, dude. I love that film. Yeah, that one's not bad. Um, I, I'm uh, I'm a real big fan of Tenebrae, um, yeah, and he's in that yeah. stuff. It's not really because he's in that, but like he he's kind of like the fucking cherry on top and stuff. And Blood Beach is not bad at all. Don't let anybody steer you wrong on that one because. You know, Burt Young and him, I mean, fuck, dude. What what more can you ask for? Burt Reynolds to show up in the bandit or what? You know? Hell yeah. I know J Dog has a boner for that film too, right? Yeah, I mean he loves that film. I think yeah. he's got a couple posters and shit and uh I didn't think I'd like it, but I mean I dig I dig Burt Young and I dig John Saxon and it ended up it's not as bad as it seems, but the problem is it needs it needs to be remastered so that you can see the dark, dark uh, sure. scenes better. It it's, doesn't look good. There's no prints out there that look good on home video, and it's just fucking screaming for a release. And uh, I don't know, man. It looks like a print code red would probably pick up, but it'll probably take them ten years to get it out. So I don't know. Synapse maybe pick it up. I don't know. Yeah. Wonder who owns the rights to it because it deserves know. a release. You know. Oh yeah. At least on DVD, you know. Yeah, just right on there, fucking Polly from Rocky. Exactly, man. Just put a sticker on there. Code Red could do that. It's got Polly from Rocky in it, and people will buy it up left and right, man. <laughs> oh man. Well, shit. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. You want to throw throw the people out your uh, your um, URL and everything and. Yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know. You guys can find us at uh, exploitedcinema.blogspot.com. And uh, we're on Facebook under Exploited Cinema. The banner says Sleesville, so you know you're right in the right neighborhood when you find us and stuff. And just, uh, I don't know, we've been on here before, haven't we, me and J-Dog? We we cover pornos and, you know, every fucking thing under the sun, so... Uh, breaking if you if you if you like obscure 80s we covered breaking once so i mean i don't know fuck i don't i think your listeners are probably pretty happy listening to your guys' show i mean you guys keep keep everyone updated on the new shit that's hey i listen to your show so that's i wouldn't even know what's coming out if i didn't listen to your show so well shit guys i mean or i mean your show actually got us off the ground and just even talking to you guys so I mean, you, you're the inspiration for Behind the Mask, so uh, we appreciate that. And, I mean, I'm always up to date on your guys' show. I love it. I don't, I don't I'm, mind I'm it. glad you guys made it, you know, got got a one year down, and you guys are getting a lot of traffic, because I know you guys got a nice fan base going now, and that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, you know, check out uh, Exploited Cinema, and uh, with that, uh, let's roll into a break. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. You're listening to Behind the Mask. Hey, you're listening to Behind the Mask Presents. Who's this? Hi, this is Dakota. What's going on, man? Uh, Not much right now. Just uh, enjoying life. Just kidding, you're on Larry King Live. 
now. <laughs> what, what, uh, what's on your mind, man? Are you a long-time listener, first-time caller? Or vice versa? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a first-time caller. I've been listening to your show for uh, practically since it uh, came out. And uh, i got to say, it's uh, definitely uh, your show has definitely matured since you began. I have to give you guys props for that. It's a really great show. Very informative. Uh, very entertaining. You know, so... You know, not many people can pull off an hour and a half long uh, podcast and have it be entertaining, you know, every second of it. So I do have a few problem for that, so. Thank That's you great. very much. Yeah, appreciate I, it, brother. Uh, you know, I'm, I kind of want to ask this to everybody, but uh, how's Todd, I'm sorry, how's the Riverman doing at his job? <laughs> Why don't you rate each one of us? Rate each oh, one of us. Don't even start. I'm I, the technical guy. I'm not the voice. I want to rate each one of us, though. Like, how? who's your favorite? Who? who which one's the bad My favorite? Who's, who's Donnie Wahlberg? In my case, I love Donnie. Um, well, uh, obviously, you guys, all three of you, are very different personalities in a way, and you guys all complement each other well. Um, you know, uh, Riverman is the, uh, you know, more soft-spoken, real guy. Um, Aaron, uh, uh, Goose? <laughs> you blew my cover! Right. You blew my cover! <laughs> anyway, so. <clears throat> uh, Goose Flush. He's the guy, you know, who's, you know, not afraid to pull any punches. And really, it is what he thinks about, what he seriously thinks about something, even though it might be way different than uh, a huge. Uh, a huge uh, audience, you know, where they might, even if they might contradict his opinion, Basically, he will it. And then the Lush, the Lush, he's, I like him, he's a comedy, he's a comedic relief, I think he's really good. <laughs> um, you know, you know, and he's obviously, you know, he does just as well, he's just as real and just as, you know, giving opinions and whatnot as the rest of the I'm not trying to say he's not good at that. But <clears throat> where he, like, his strong point is the comedic relief. We got Todd, he's like the uh, fucking Austin Art Riverman. He is the. Uh, Reigns us all back in, pretty like much. Like the, the soft spoken dude. Yeah, the soft spoken dude. It's very nice to have somebody, you know, soft And then we got, you know, Goose Flesh, who, you know, is not a prick one punch. Well, Riverman's but good for. You guys, you guys want me to pick a favorite? Is that what you guys want me to do? Well, I'd really well, pick a favorite. A, a what? You, dude. <laughs> you don't have to stroke our egos any further. You know, Goose, ri- let him off the hook. Jeez. River, River, <laughs> River acts as like a producer too. Whenever I get, whenever I say something that's a little too taboo, he's the one that's shaking his head. Like the chewed up bubblegum stuff. I'm sick of that. Or the flame mignon. Whatever. Somebody's <laughs> got to keep this show in order. Um, but <laughs> this any, whole damn court's out of order. But we've officially gotten off, so we don't need any more of that. Uh, do you got a question? Do you got any hot topics? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, um,. I was just wondering uh, what film, you know, you guys are most anticipating in 2012. Because, you know, I have the big five that I had in mind. I already saw one of them, the Avengers. You know, I've got four others. But before, I'm not going to make, you know, name those yet. I'm yeah. just going to ask you guys, you know, what did you have most excited for as far as film release for 2012? I'll, I'll take mine first. Well, what, what was he asking? I'm sorry? Most anticipated films of 2012. Well, mm-hmm. before we actually do that, will you tell us what you thought of Avengers? I, I, I'm dying to know, actually. Because I loved it. I thought it was a I perfect actually, comic movie. I thought Avengers was great, actually. I really liked it. I was actually really surprised. You know, you're not a Marvel fucking hit or miss. Yeah, you're not a Marvel fanboy at all, so... 
Oh, I, I really like Marvel. Like, I really like, like, everything Marvel's done, except for fucking Hollywood movies that they made of their, you know, yeah, their, that, that's the more franchise, of the, you know? Mm-hmm. That's more or less the franchise. You, uh, if I recall right, you hated X-Men First Class. That's why, uh, you know, your opinions were always a little shoddy with me. You know, you kind of lost my trust a little mm-hmm. bit. But, uh... I didn't, I didn't really care for X-Men First Class. I just didn't. Like, I think they really could have made it more like the comics. I think they really had a good chance there, so they kind of just dropped the ball. With the story, that wasn't terrible, but it's something I wasn't really care for. I really like X-Men 2 better than X-Men First Class. I like X-Men 3 better than First Class. Ooh. X-Men First Class might be better than the first X-Men. I don't really care about the first X-Men as much. You had me at X-Men. That's that's fair enough. You had me at X-Men, I agree with you, because that's my favorite, arguably one of my, oh, that's in my top three comic movies ever. Then you said X-Men 3, and I almost had a heart attack. It cuts deep. cuts deep. I do. I like like X-Men 3 all the time. Cuts like a knife! Um, (laughs) Rock on. So, that's cool. I'm glad you liked uh, uh, The Avengers. Now we're going to get into our most anticipated. River, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, Throw mine out there. Uh, it's the one I've been looking forward to for years and years. It's that uh, new Lords of Salem film by Rob mm-hmm. Zombie. Really, I'm, um, yeah. been looking forward to that ever since Halloween Two came out. Oh yes. I mean, I'm a big fan of all his movies, even the Halloween movies. I, and, I uh, didn't care for Halloween Two that much. I loved Halloween Two, but um, I liked it as well. I don't. I don't know what all the fuss is about. I don't know why everybody's <laughs> bitching. Everybody shits on those films, but um, <laughs> I like the first one. I mean, I think I think Rob Zombie could actually, you know, like. This could be the film that uh, you know kickstarts the horror genre back you know into place. I hope so, man. Because that cabin in the woods sure sure as hell wasn't. Um, you I know, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big fan of that. So did I you still see? hear I still hear people raving about that. They do, but it's just. Ugh, did you I, see Cabin in the Woods, Dakota? When it first came out, freaking <clears throat> Cabin in the Woods and Rock Tomatoes had like eighty eight percent approval rating. I'm like, yeah. Are you serious? It's got to be so good. And I saw it, and I was like, ah, please stop this now. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. It, was, it was, with all the fucking, uh, you know, they try to, they try to you know, um, like, cleverly fit on, fit in all of the uh, horror movie cliches, and la-di-da, whatever. You know, and I don't think it's just, I don't think it's clever at all. I didn't really like it very much. It just, it just didn't play out well for me. I know everybody else. A lot of people said they liked it. It just didn't it play it out well for me. Um, and there's one particular, like, part, like, there's parts of the movie, you know, that I was like, what the, you know, what? Like, I said, like, um, there's one part in the ending, I don't really want to build spoilers out there, but, you know, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver pops up, whatever. Mm? I just ruined it, I don't care. A dead, a dead horse pops up, you say? <laughs> I think, <laughs> she looks like a dead horse. Oh. Uh, well, um, That's straight from South Park. But. You, uh... You pretty much agree with us on, on that flick, which, by the way, never, ever trust uh, Rotten Tomatoes when a movie first comes out, because it's always overly rated, and then if you go back to that same flick maybe six months to a year later, you'll notice the rating goes way well, down. you know what I think the deal with that movie was? Is we've been so fucking deprived of anything original out of Hollywood for so long... Built up falsehood. ...that... Like, I mean, well, this was, like, the first, like, big original horror movie to come out of Hollywood... And everybody was like, oh, yeah, it's great, you know? But, like, the, the real horror fans were just like, eh, it was good, but... Even the real yeah. horror fans liked it, though. It was, it's yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. I guess I, I misspoke there when I said real horror fans, but, um, yeah. but you know, yeah, I think it was overhyped, maybe. I don't I know. I do, yeah. I still haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Have you? This is kind of on the uh, totally going off topic, but have you guys seen The Innkeepers yet? Yeah, I like it Is it, it good? Yeah. I fell asleep. 
You like it? <laughs> if you like slow burn films, you'll like Was it. Was it better than House of the Devil or no? I like House of the Devil. It holds a place close to my heart. but uh, So not as good as House of the Devil for you? No, but I mean, it's still, I mean, the characters are great. You know, the acting is great. I, I really enjoyed it. I've been pushing it off, but I really... Dakota, do you have Netflix? What's that? Do you have Netflix? Yeah, I, I do have Netflix. I want to watch uh, I Saw the Devil. I, I've heard nothing but fantastic. Movie. Is it? Yes. I, I've, it's been in the queue, and I've been tr- keep pushing off because it's you know foreign and whatever, and I just got to be in the right mindset. But uh, I really tonight or tomorrow, I'm probably going to crack down and watch it because I love um, the director that also directed A Tale of Two Sisters, which I loved, and I, mm-hmm. I like the things he's done. Mm-hmm. Are you big into foreign horror, uh, Dakota? Foreign flick. Yeah, foreign films. I love foreign films. Yeah, it's cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's Rock on. Well, I, I saw the devil is is in my like top five revenge movies. Uh, I I fucking loved it. I yeah, I can't wait to see it. Um, so wait, I guess we're going through. Are we going through our top fives? I don't know. If, I I honestly didn't think Todd or sorry River was going to go with that. I mean, go I with think. what? Oh yeah, we were on the uh, most anticipated. Yeah, I, most I, anticipated. I, well, I forgot about Lords of Salem. I, I was surprised. I thought yeah. you were going to say Expendables too, just like me. No, I'd rather see Lords of Salem. See, Expendables 2 is my number one. Um, Avengers, I was really excited about that. So, I mean, but since that's passed, I won't even include that. So, Expendables 2 is my is my number. But I'm also really... I don't know, man. Prometheus. Prometheus is... Uh, that looks pretty insane. It's a pretty big summer, This honestly. This summer was packed full with just... Because, you know, I'm a huge Ridley Scott fan. Old sci-fi Ridley Scott. I'm a huge Alien fan. It's still... My holy trinity of horror movies is uh, Alien... Uh, Hellraiser and uh, you know maybe Evil Dead too. So I'm a huge Alien fan. So I don't know. It's Prometheus or Expendables too. Nate, Lush, sorry. Um, I actually I I agree with both of you guys. I'm extremely excited about Lords of Salem. Uh, also excited about Expendables too. Uh, one of the movies that I was really looking forward to has already come out. Actually, it's called The Raid. Um, it's a movie out of Thailand, and people are like touting it as. Um, one of the best action films of all time, um, and I I still have not seen it yet. I believe it's still in theaters now, and uh, I really really want to see that movie. I I was really excited about it when I saw the trailer for it um, quite a ways back. So I think that's the one that Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park did the soundtrack. For. Yes, that is the one. Yeah, and don't let that discourage you um, <laughs> if you're not a Lincoln Park fan, uh, because the movie looks fucking intense. And uh, it's just, the the fight sequences in that look nuts, and it's kind of like um, what was that movie, uh, the Bruce Lee movie? Was it the game where he has to go up like those different floors or whatever? Or yeah, I think it was. Is that called the game? I think yeah. it was. Um, it's kind of like that, you know. These this group of elite cops has to like climb this thirty story, you know, um, like uh, tenement building or whatever. And this uh, this crime boss is like up at the top, and he's got like all thirty floors stocked with like criminals and fucking crazy people. And these cops just have to fight their way up to the top. Is is what I gathered from it, and it looks fucking insane. So uh, I'm really excited about seeing that, and it just came out this year. So yeah, I've been in, you know just like Lush is talking about. I've been more of an action mood mood lately. You know, I'm a big action fan, probably a big. I'm more of an action guy, whereas these, you know, I'd say, I don't know, probably maybe more than a horror guy. Um, so that's why Expendables 2 is up there, but it's why I also loved Safe so much with Jason Statham. Did you see, yeah. if you saw that, if you didn't see that. Yeah, that was that, awesome, dude. If you didn't see that, see that, but what's your anticipated one, Dakota? Or ones? My most anticipated? Yeah. Um, it's 
probably uh, it's probably expendable too because it's Van Damme's very first return, you know, full big release on the big screen. But you, you know, want, you want to see that spin kick on the big screen, you know, The Dark Knight Rises and The Hobbit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fanboy. I don't care what anyone says, but so I'm, I'm looking forward to The Hobbit, you know, as well. And another movie I'm not really excited about, but I know I'm going to fucking see is you know, Spider-Man. I know I'm not really excited about it, and I don't think it's going to be freaking good. But you know, I'm going to see it. Anyway. I know I'm going to. Me see too. It. I'll still so, see Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the whole 48 frames per second that, uh, them shooting the Hobbit in 48 frames, Sounds like shit to me. which is, it's basically, that means it's, you know, most, most movies are filmed at 24 frames. So this is basically going to look like a mm-hmm. live news, live news broadcast or like a soap, um, opera. soap opera. What do you think of that? Yeah. It's kind of like soap opera style of, you know, I don't know, British comedy. I don't know. I think um, it's a bad move. Yeah. I know. I, I, what? No, go ahead. Oh, anyway. Um, what do I think of that? Um, I'm very open-minded about it. Me too. Um, I have no problems with that. That's what they want to do. You know, then that's fine. I, I don't think that will necessarily affect the quality of the story. You know, if, if it's really that distracting, you know, because I'm, I'm going to, you know, take Peter Jackson's word for it and say it's a good decision, you know, yeah. and whatever, you know, you get the Oscars, I don't. I personally, I'm like you. I'm I'm, po- I'm personally more open minded to it than like someone like River is, where he's well, totally against it. Well, hold on. I just want to say, Peter Jackson defended it, saying, you know, it's just new, and that's the way things are going. And I do believe that. And he's like, once you watch it for 15 minutes, you you kind of get used to it. That's kind of that's kind of bullshit, in my opinion. Because try watching. Uh um, Star Wars Episode Three on an LED TV and yeah. make you want to puke. Yeah, dude, I watched uh, I watched Dead Hooker in a trunk on an LED TV, and it was just it wasn't the same, dude. It, it did not. Like, it looks too realistic. It's too it's it's too pretty. It's yeah. supposed to be gritty, and you know I watched it on an LED um, TV. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe the Hobbit is gonna look. You know, maybe it's supposed to be it really looks better pretty than a soap opera, which is crazy. Yeah. It looks too real. Yeah, which I want to see a movie. I don't want to see a fucking hologram. But but, you, but I'm open to it. I'm open to seeing a movie yeah. like that and to seeing how I can adjust because it's different. You know, I think how is it different than the Star Wars film that I saw that I turned off because it looked like mm-hmm. shit. Well, I don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. personally with that. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm interested in checking it out. I'm not against trying it out. And personally, I'm not a huge Peter. You know, I'm not a huge uh, Hobbit fan and all this mm-hmm. stuff and, and Token fan. So whatever. I don't I don't personally object to trying out on a movie like that. I mean, I'll let you waste the 13 bucks. That's your problem. I'm not going to go to the theater. <laughs> I don't. I, I I just told you I wasn't a fan of that stuff. Why would I spend 13 dollars on it? I'll, you know, I'll watch it walking through a Walmart on one of the TVs. I'm sure. I'm sure the Hobbit. You know, I'm sure it's going to be a great movie and everything. I would just really love to see Peter Jackson get back to his roots and do Dead Alive 2. Um, I would love that. That's a sequel I would go see. Uh, well, fuck, the end of Dead Alive, uh, the baby survives. You know, the baby's still sitting there crying. He could have crawled off and went and bit somebody. Come on, Peter Jackson, do Dead Alive 2 for Christ's fucking sake. Have you ever seen Dead Alive, Dakota? I have never seen Dead Alive. Oh, um, Dakota, you gotta watch it. The goriest movie you'll ever see in your life. It is the most goriest movie. It's splatter all over the place. And if, if you like, I mean, you're like me and River, you like Return of the Living Dead, right? 
Yeah, I love Assembly. Aren't you a big fan? So am I. I love the first yeah. Assembly. I like the second one as well. I do too. But, uh, I like all three. I really think you'd like this kind of campy. Uh, you'd love it. Yeah. It's, style it's gore. cheesy, comical gore. I like, kick you know, ass for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, he's just like Sam Raimi. He started out one place and ended up another place. Yeah, yeah that's just my opinion on that whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. Just call me. But anyway, yeah. I, guess, I guess we're divided. Me and you agree. I'm more open-minded to it, you know, so. And who knows? It might work for different movies. It might work better for different movies than, I don't know, maybe people are seeing this giant epic like The Hobbit, you know. It's mm. this huge budget. Maybe they're like, hey, it just looks like a bunch of Halloween costumes now. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll end up going over well. I'm sure. Well, of course it will because now he's like he's he's pussied out. And now they're releasing it in both 24 and 48 frame. It's like way to stand up for your, uh, your <laughs> right, integrity. Right. It's like you're saying, "Tough it up. This is the way well, it's gonna go." I don't now see anybody putting any movies out in 48 frame. I don't know why he he has to be the first. Just I don't know some so, ego but, trip. But or maybe something. it's not a horrible thing that's gonna be released in both formats uh, because you know the big fan the big big fanboys are probably gonna want to see it in each one. You think just to check it out. I mean, would you see it in both Dakota? Or if you could only see it. Um, yeah, I'll see it. I mean, you know, it's like, um, if I see it, you know, in the, uh, the 48 frame, 48 frame, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, the 48. Um, anyway, if I see it in that, you know, first, you know, I'll definitely give the other one a shot. But, you know, if, if it's really good in 48, you know, then that'll be good enough for me. If it's really good, if I just said, you know what? I didn't really enjoy it that much, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll come out right out and say it as soon as I watch the movie. I'll tell you if I like it, if I hate it, it's, you know, as soon as it happens. But, you know, it's, it's something I love. I'm not going to go, you know, straight and look, seek out the 24 freaking frames, you know, it's, version it's, of it. You know, I'm not going to do that, but, you know, I will give it a if it really sucks. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't really care. You know, the movie's good. Just the camera the way it is, you know. Then I'll be like, all right, you know, I'll just pick up the other version. Just try that out. You know, pop it in on the fucking Blu-ray player and watch it, you know. But it, it sounds like, like I don't really care. It sounds like something James Cameron would do, you know, by yeah. doing that shit. I mean he's just trying to like milk people for their money. Well speaking of James Cameron, he's he's officially retired from anything other than Avatar. He's well, like I, he's like he's like he's not gonna make or or even produce any more movies. The rest of his career, he's going to make Avatar two and three, maybe even four. Biggest piece of shits on, on and, the planet. Yeah, and and he'll do doc and he'll do documentaries. That's it. Yeah, he announced that like literally last week that he is done directing, writing, or producing any more movies. He doesn't want to produce for anybody else. He's like he he's going to leave his legacy with he's going to do Avatar two, three, and maybe even four, and he's going to direct documentaries, and that's that's all he's going to do. There there will be no more anything from James Cameron outside of Avatar. And I don't mean to offend anybody that likes Avatar, but Avatar is a piece of shit film. I mean, vis- visually it was beautiful, but the story, the script, it was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, all in all, the movie's the story. The story really wasn't great. I mean, I'd say it didn't have stunning visual. You know, the visuals were beautiful. And all the best the world. Oh, it yep. beautiful, but other than that, it was a piece of crap, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that original, you know. People yeah. would say, oh, you know, it's a God story. Yeah, we're serious, true, it is, you know, very similar to that story, you know. But, you know, it was a good visual. The movie didn't, like, suck all. It wasn't that great. It deserved, you know, the highest growth in film ever. Yeah, it, no. uh, hey, I think the Avengers is going to beat it. Yeah, I think the Avengers is going to topple it. The That's Avengers, cool with me. The Avengers, like, you know, they broke records, man. They they did, uh, what was it, like $209 million? Yeah, I, I know. 
two hundred nine million did, in, in the first weekend, and in the it's already been out. It was out for a whole week uh, internationally. So in the first twelve days, it, it was already six hundred and something million. Like that's nuts. Um, I want to go back to the Expendables. We'll kind of wrap up the film talk. Uh, I was saying that the trailer alone got me super excited just because. Um, well, just from the little bit they showed us, that it showed me that it's going to be a much better movie all around. Just from the one-liners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, we, I now pronounce you man and knife. That, <laughs> see, see, you know, the first Expendables kind of followed uh, on that. Like, it's the dialogue was so bad where it, some of it was kind of good, but it was just so bad. The one-liners weren't even clever. They were just stupid. Um, but they were forgivable. But this one, I now pronounce you man and knife. That's, that's like 80s classic. That's funny, dude. I love it. And uh, what else is there? There's the... Uh, like this car, my shoe is bigger than this car. <laughs> it rips the door off. <laughs> was that Arnold that did that? Yeah. Oh god. What do you think? My shoe is bigger than this car. <laughs> yes, that's what, that's what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, funny, I, mean. I think it's going to be a great. Is that guy like Arnold? Is back in shape? I even like call him. I know he doesn't really look like he's in super, he doesn't look like he's in super good shape. No. He looks he like he's a, he doesn't look he doesn't look thin, that's for sure. He looks like he's not yeah. like he's not like Van Dam. Have you seen Van Dam? Van Dam posted a brand new picture on his friggin' because he's gonna do some. He is in shape, like he's in he's in like prime shape, like back when he was in. He's in really good shape. You talking about the one that the one he's talking about, like freaking in the gym with some on three, you know, you know whatever. Yeah, want- he's wearing the JCVD like beater, wife beater. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he just posted. Yeah, he looks. He's looking freaking good, man. I, I'd, I'd, I'd wax his pole. Oh, um, you would. But anyway, so all right, well, we're gonna wrap this one up. We got to take another call. Uh, this is, uh, I'm a friend of Nate Colby's, uh, Les Rob. I run the Angry Brothers Omaha Chakarama. Hey, yeah. Les, what's going on, Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, hey, how you doing, guys? I was thought I was just going to leave some feedback, so I was doing it, I was doing it in character, but then it cut me off. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's cool, man. Well, you can get back into character and then and just tell us in, in the flesh. We'll, yeah, we'll, we can. We'll be dumb to it. We can edit. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, all right, uh, just give me a minute. Um, all right, well, greetings, uh, for followers. I just wanted to take a few minutes just to say hi to the crew at Behind the Mask. Um, just to give you a little heads up, uh, the Angry Brothers Omaha Shoparama has been picked up by two other online networks, Free Underground TV at www.freeundergroundtv.com and the Monster Channel at uh, www.100ymm.com. Uh, that stands for 100 Years of Monster Movies. Beautiful. Uh, we're also appearing on The Vortex, which is livestream.thevortexx. Uh, uh, we also appeared in the uh, terror from the Beyond the Dave's blog. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a big uh, horror host oh, blog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I want to advise you and your listeners to check it out. and have some great pictures of our two... Uh, Two female co-stars and some really great artwork appearing in that. 
Um, just wanted to see what was up with you guys. I know we were supposed to get an interview going here, but we can't seem to get our schedules to coordinate. Oh, God, it's been so hectic. Um... Uh, we we actually are in you know in production on our on our first film right now. Um, okay. I don't know if you've seen anything about that, which is all the more reason for us to to get on with you and do an interview. Well, um, actually, uh, what I'd like to do for you is this: if you guys uh, if you guys don't mind uh, having us, we'd love to uh, you know after you uh, if you're going to do it like at a film festival or something, we'd love to have you run your film on our show. That'd be cool. That'd, That'd be, be great. Cool. Very cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. And yeah, I'm working on uh, I'm working on putting together a horror movie film fest. I don't know if you you might have seen that post on on our uh, Facebook page. I did see uh, that. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to get some feedback on if every on uh, how much interest there would be, and I'm going to start discussing it with some theaters. You know, I'm uh, I just. We uh, our show is what we call a host producer for the horror host underground. So we're going to be seeing you're going to be seeing a lot more of, of the national horror host, different horror hosts uh, on our show. Uh, let's see, we're not this week, um, not next week, but the week after we're going to be running a special called the Ladies of the HHU. It's all the female horror hosts and sidekicks. And the movie is going to be Lady Frankenstein. Very Sweet. cool. Are you? Do you guys? Are you guys hooked up at all with uh, the chicks from uh, Midnight Mausoleum? Um, well, I know them. They're on my Facebook page, and I think we got some of their movies or their shows as part of the Horror Host Underground. I yeah. mean, I, I, are you talking about Marlena Midnight? Yeah, and Marlena Rocky Midnight, Tyler? Robin Graves. Yep. Yep, Robin Graves. Yes. I, I well, I'd love to meet them in person. It's just we don't get out much. Right, right. We uh, we actually we we had the opportunity to uh, to meet them out at uh, Horror Hound Weekend in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Yep, and, that's uh, where we we want to try and be there next year. Yes, do do that because it's it's about the best forum that you can find in the Midwest for sure. Yep, yep. Uh, we just got to figure out how to swing the cash. No, I hear you. you. Know? Oh, yeah. I hear you. Well. <laughs> uh, we're hoping we can get, with, since we're appearing on these other venues, we'll be able to drum up some sales from our swag shop where we can get all all the Angry Brothers merchandise you could possibly want. Excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah, yeah we, I mean, we definitely want to, uh, you know, like I said, we've obviously been, been very busy with, you know, production on the movie and, and the website and all kinds of stuff, but, um, you know, we, we still obviously want to keep in touch with you. And well, uh, yeah. we would still very much love to come on the show. And oh, yeah. uh, well, you're you're always welcome. I haven't forgotten the solid you guys did for me back during the winter. And um, you know, it's like I said, anytime you you need you need Brother Jack or the crew from from the Monastery of Mayhem, all you have to do is pick up the phone and ask. Oh, we, we appreciate That's that awesome. very much. Well, we really appreciate what you guys do. You guys are awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Very, very yeah. cool. Have, have you had a chance to uh, watch very many of our shows? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, watch them all well, the time. Uh, actually, I DVR them all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I think we're going to be. I think you're going to be especially interested in episode nineteen and twenty. To episode twenty, we do an interview with the Glamgore Girls, and I don't know if you're familiar with that site, oh, yeah. but they're 
Um, yeah, they're a really great, great bunch of gals. And, um, you know, Jeremy Lubash, their producer, he was kind enough to bring them over to the Monastery of Mayhem. And we had a, had a pretty good time. I mean, you know, we passed out the beer and the Jaeger and all of that. I was going to say, how can, how can you not have a good time with them, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was definitely it was definitely an experience. Um, that would make a dead, that would make a dead man's dick rise, I'm sure. Ah, uh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, like I didn't need my little blue pills after that one. <laughs> but now you're going to want to pay special attention to episodes 19 and 20. 19 is our bikini show. Um, we're running uh, the Beach Girls and the Monsters. And I was I was lucky enough to get Ash and Inferna into their bikinis. Well, I didn't put on my swimsuit. I didn't want to make anybody that sick. So. <laughs> you might have you might have made the girls jealous. Who knows? We'd love it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm sorry. When I die again, I'm leaving my body to science fiction. <laughs> But no, I love I love the uh, the work you guys done. I haven't had a chance to listen to all of your episodes. I've caught a few of them. Um, you, do me a favor, post your link on our Angry Brothers Facebook page so I can uh, get that to my listeners because I had had some inquiries about it. Very great. Okay. That's great. Excellent. We will do that. Yeah. All right. And, uh, um, we'll do the same yeah, too. Yeah, we will. Uh, also, we will post post your links on our stuff as well. So. Well, I got I got some great news. We have worked out a sponsorship deal with Lovers Luxuries in Benson. Oh, it's sixty yes. first in Maple. We're going to be appearing in there. I haven't got a date nailed down yet um, because uh, Liz the owner is also uh, 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 she's a, a haunt. She runs uh, one of the local haunts. I believe it's the Ranch, Ranch of Terror. Terror. Yeah. Really good yep, friends with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a good uh, friend of mine also. Yep. Okay, well, great. Well, we're going to be appearing now. I'm hoping to get it for sometime in June. Cool. You know, Excellent. so um, when, I get some, when I get the dates nailed down, um, we'll, we'll let you know and, you know, pass it on to your listeners. And we urge everybody to come down there and support Liz as far as uh, the store and everything. It's a great shop. I mean, we love it. Oh, it's uh, the best, the the best in town. I mean, in the damn. best. I mean, within the uh, within a couple states, probably. <laughs> yeah, God, goddamn right. The only thing, it, the only thing it lacks is she had theaters and booths. It would be perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, we'll definitely yeah, get down there um, also. So. Yeah. Just yeah, I just want to. I just want to also give a uh, big shout out uh, to my friend Jonathan Johnson, who runs Rotting Flesh Radio. I don't know if you're f- familiar with oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, um, well, Brother Jack Ambry is there. Midwestern is their Omaha correspondent. I'm just been having some hard times hearing from Jonathan about what exactly um, what I need to do to submit a report, and I'm trying to get that worked out. So you're going to see us there, and we also have a group uh, on Facebook called Horror Host Happenings. It's a place for horror hosts to post their upcoming appearances and venues, and we report on it and do a, a few other things. Excellent. You know? Excellent. So we got we got a lot of projects going here. Or, it's, and, I mean, it know, really is. A, it really is all about community. So no, I agree. Yep. 
without a, without a doubt. We're, we're also looking to, to uh, include a couple of, we're going to be doing some more female parts for the show. Um, I am trying to, uh, I've, been interv- I've been interviewing actresses for that, but I still haven't found the right ones yet. Uh-huh. But, so we'll sure. be adding some, hopefully, some new characters here pretty soon. Very cool. Uh, all right. Well, I just wanted to say hi. I mean, I don't want to take up all your time. Um, yeah, when this goes when this goes on the air, just uh, drop me a drop me a note and a link so I can uh, so I can uh, make sure I grab it. All right, sounds Excellent. great, man. Yeah, we'll definitely right. link you up. So uh, I appreciate you calling in and everything. So. Oh well, no problem. I was just happened to be going through my Facebook and saw saw the numbers, so I will put it in my uh, phone. Are you guys on? Are you guys on blog? You don't do, Are you on Blog Talk Radio or, uh, or what? What service do you broadcast through? Uh, we go through uh, TalkShoe, but I mean we're through iTunes and everything else. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, so you get all the syndication going. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do too. I mean, all of our, all of our stuff. As soon as we put it up on Blip, it goes to iTunes and everything else. Mm-hmm. I've got crap out there. I don't even know where it goes, but oh, yeah. we're we we go everywhere. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, this will be up. Yeah, just tune in, and uh, our next episode will be this uh, talk, this talk show. So uh, yeah, tune in, man, and appreciate you all calling right. in. So great, great. We'll be in great. touch too, as too. far as far as. Uh, Coming into the, uh, what is it, the, uh, what do you call it, the um, monastery or whatever? The monastery of Mayhem, yeah. Yes, I'm we sure. would, love, we would love to come down. Well, I feel like you try to get James, you know, out of his drunken stupor. We've been having some problems with him lately, but I'll, I'll make sure the girls are there for you. Excellent. Oh, we, we always enjoy that. So okay, all right. <laughs> well, hey, do me a favor. Drop, um, post a mailing address on Facebook, and I'll make sure you get some autographed pictures too. Great, excellent. Appreciate it, man. Yep, yep. Uh, one of our listeners donated an, an entire production run for our photographs, so we've got just tons of photos. Very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like I have to give him a big. I have to give him a big shout out. It's. Uh, Barnard Press, and I believe it's on 38th and Dodge. Um, so, yeah, I would urge any of your listeners, if they need anything done, go down there and tell them uh, the Jack Angry Show sent you. Excellent. All right. Very cool. Well, you guys take it, you guys take it easy and unpleasant dreams. All right, you brother. You too. We'll so be much. in touch. Bye. All right, great. Excellent. Mask presents. Who's this? Oh, this is Denise. Who's this? Uh, <laughs> I know who this behind is. the mask presents. <laughs> uh, I don't know who. Who'd you call? Oh my gosh! This is a very. A very I know who the hell this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very special guest. I was calling Todd and Tyler. No, Hey, you know what? They have yet to plug us on their show, so let's not plug them on this show. Those until guys. until there's some mutual back scratching, let's let's keep their names out of out of the mix. I'm just I got news. I got news for you. I've already been on the radio with them, and they ain't worth plugging. So let's keep on going on. <laughs> you love Todd and Tyler. First nice. of all, everybody, everybody, this is uh, she I loves do, us better though. This is this is the goose spawner. This is mo- mother goose. Mother goose. Mother goose this is uh, my, That's my right. mother. Um, she spawned a goose. 
I don't know what, yeah. where the flesh is coming. I laid the I laid the golden egg is what I did. <laughs> golden egg. I don't know if I'd call it a golden egg. More rotten than golden. <laughs> it's more of a brown egg. <laughs> you know those cartons of brown eggs you can buy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding. No, he's golden. He is golden in our eyes. Well, yes, he is. I'm he like, is gold. He's I'm like mine. Rudy. I'm like Rudy. I'm not much to look at on the outside, but you know what? I got a lot of heart. <laughs> I'll take, he is. He's he'll take heart. it to the end zone. That sounded dirty. Rudy only made two plays, dude. He was on defense. He didn't take oh, it to he the was end on zone. <laughs> well, maybe he recovered a fumble and took it to the end zone. Uh, he, got one, he got one sack. Dude, dude, dude never played football a day in his life, so you're <laughs> on that one. I'd be, happy with, yeah. for you. I'd be happy with one sack. Give me two sacks. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that sounds so wrong. Oh, I'm going to uh, comment on that's that. That's something every mother wants to hear there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Denise, thank you very much for yeah. calling. Um, we uh, we appreciate all this. I mean, obviously, you support everything that we do, and we really appreciate that. Um, so we obviously want to let you know that. That's amazing of you to do that, so... So what's going on tonight? What's on your mind? You check out any uh, movies or listen to any music lately? Or well, I'm looking forward to the Megadeth show. Oh hell yeah! No, I've been. I was um, so excited about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm a I'm a total, I'm a total Megadeth babe on that man. But uh, you're a big Rob Zombie fan too. Twice. You damn right. I'm Denise, a big Rob I don't know. Zombie fan. Your 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 buddy the lush. I don't know if, if I'm gonna make it out. <laughs> well, I got news for you. Right now, I'm lush junior. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't I, know if I'll be making it out. I <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know if I'm gonna have the extra cash to get up there. So oh, you you referring to making it out as in going there? She yeah. was referring as making it out alive and sober. Oh yeah, no, I I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to. Oh no, it. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we just don't know if she's going to be all there when she leaves. Denise, uh, we won't be sober when we're leaving there. I, I guarantee you. Well, Denise, if you, if, if you get out there and I don't, then, yeah, you're going to have to kind of take my place. And, yeah, you'll, you'll be the luck. If, you if, you if you don't get there, you're going to miss me. Because I am a hell of a, I'm a hell of a show with myself. <laughs> I, I already missed. She'll get in the circle pit, swinging her arms, <laughs> grilling heat. Just like, ah. I, I already miss you. <laughs> well, you know she's gonna be here for uh, like four days anyway, so we can all get together and have, you know, not any oh. drinks, but drunk fest, barbecue, or nachos something. and margaritas. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, it'll be a good, it'll be a good show. Something to review. Trying to trying to well, see if I can work what if, in. I, what if I say what if I said I'd buy less a ticket to go? Oh, I'd say you're being awfully generous. Ooh. Where's my? Money? I would I would I would say I'd love you forever. Well, love me, honey. <laughs> book 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 him a ticket, and everybody go together. All right, you're the boss. And I'll and I'll pay. She is Mother Goose. <laughs> Third. Well, the way the way I see it, it's a uh, beyond the uh, mass presents whole freaking yeah, go round. Like, like so let's just get it in. going on. I'm just kidding. We need we need it. We need everybody there to rate it and well, 
whatever. It's, I, just, you, you just it's all know, about solidarity. Just, right? just know that um, your word is your bond, and that is a, that holds up in the legal court. Honey, so basically, if you're my if you're, word no, is I, always my bond. If you're paying, I, no, I mean, no, I mean this. There's a contract <laughs> involved with this. If you're paying for Nate to go, that means you are responsible for him. <laughs> if he gets really wasted. Oh fuck no! I ain't responsible for him. That motherfucker. Who's going to be responsible for the other? It's the buddy system. Yeah, it's the buddy system. You're responsible for Nate. Todd, you'll be responsible for my mom, and I'll be responsible. I was going to say, if, if Denise and I are responsible for each other, it's going to be a goddamn mess. <laughs> it's going to be goddamn mayhem, ain't it? <laughs> it will be. This is, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be mega death mayhem. It's, it's, funny, it's it. funny. This is slowly um, escalated into what was going to be an awesome time. To, like, this might turn into a big babysitting chore. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> Oh, I'll be walking the hour and a half. I, I just remember. I just remember the. Uh, I just remember how drunk Lush got on the uh, Rock Fest a couple years ago. We couldn't find you, and you were just wasted. Uh, oh, I, I bounce around everywhere. It I was just, well. That, that's yeah. fine. I do that too. But he was wasted. And it was now, just, now, wait a minute. You can't do that because when Mama Goose is ready to go home, either you're at the car or you're getting left behind. Uh, I'll stay right. You don't. You're gonna fly home. So oh, does that mean you're driving? Does that mean we're taking? Does that mean we're taking the Rogue? I'll be I'll be right in Mama Goose's basket of golden eggs. Well, that's about what you're going to need to do. That you're going to need to close around. Cause I don't even know what you're the hell you're When it's time for me to go, I'm flying off. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll be in uh, in tow. What does this remind me of? This reminds me of a. Uh... <sighs> God, I thought hurricane season was over. Hell yeah. Uh, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Hurricane, hurricane Denise is fixing to hit Nebraska. I don't remember a freaking hurricane hit Nebraska ever in my life. Mom, you're like the white version of Monique. You got a lot of sass. <laughs> that is funny. You've known me all my life. Has, is that not the way I always am? That's well, me. That's the way we were, I am. We were talking God. about the movie Precious, and Monique had hamburger meat in her armpits. So I wouldn't say that. But... <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. Remind me to slap him around when I, get, when I get back there. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one for you. Remember on... Uh, remember... <laughs> Remember on Billy Madison? You could stay home. You could help me shave my armpits. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, hell. Oh, that's just... Ugh. Come on. I don't, I don't know how we transcended into that. Uh, transitioned into that rather transcended. Like it's a higher plane of armpit hair talk. Uh, well, we do know for sure that Aaron is going to be going into timeout here soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he getting... might need to. I think y'all need to sit him in the corner. I think y'all sit him in the corner, turn his little but, but, face but, around but, there, and but, make him but, stare at it for but, about two damn hours. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did it years ago, and I forgot about. It. I fell asleep, and he fell asleep in the corner. Don't <laughs> sit there and think about what you did. Oh shit, Mom. he's asleep. Mommy. Yeah. Mommy? He did. He thought, of, he thought about it long and hard and fell asleep. <laughs> I, I just have one question, Mommy. Mommy? I have one question. Do you still love me? No. Yeah. How come, how come you bought Lush's ticket and not mine? Do you like him better? What the hell, what's that? I don't understand this. Yeah. Well, you know what? Aaron's been asking everybody who their favorite was. So, who's your favorite, Denise? Don't put her up to that, because you know what she's going to say. I'm the favorite kid as a whole. Well, you're her kid. Obviously, you're her favorite kid, but who's her favorite on the show? Okay, well, once again, it's... Aaron's been asking everybody else. Denise, who's your favorite? He's been calling me out all night. I know it's not... Now, now, you know damn well i got to say Aaron. Thank you. You know this. 
Oh, you fucking, you sell out. Hey, who's the best, who's the best looking on the show? But I love all y'all. I love Lush, Ginger, and, first? and, um, oh, wait a minute, River Man. Ginger, <laughs> Sorry. Ginger, and, uh, Ginger. Goose. She called him Ginger. She thought his name was Ginger for the longest time. Really? Yeah, and then she keeps coming. I'm going to have to yes, redhead his stepchild, but my brother is. Ginger. <laughs> you should just keep calling Ginger. I think it's funny. <laughs> I thought his name was Ginger, so I always Marianne. think of him as Ginger. But that's, that's my pet name. That's my pet name. That's my pleasure. I, lo- I love all y'all. Y'all crack me up. I, I, I enjoy awesome. listening to y'all's podcast. I roll my I rolled my ass off the couch one night. <laughs> literally. I literally freaking rolled my ass off the damn couch that's listening great. to it. Throw us some um, throw us some Friday quotes. Throw you some what? Some Friday quotes. What are you, some Friday quotes? Yeah, some the, Friday quotes? Yeah, a little cube. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> let's see. You ain't got you ain't got no job. Let's see. Like, you want to smoke? <laughs> you ain't got no job. Whatever. That's <laughs> not it. Are you high? Are you high right now? Fucking do it. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> no, I just I've just got about seven. But lights in me. I mean, I'm, yeah, I guess I can say I'm hot. That's it. But I know, you know, I know my Fridays. I can say, I watch that movie. This? I can freaking say what they're saying when they're saying it. Guess, guess all it's the Friday. Friday you ain't got no job. This that, and the other. What and you guys you do? You gonna get him high? What you got? <laughs> all the all the quotes your uh, son always used to tell me was. Um, uh, uh, I, I like go. the one where he put, pulls out the box of the cereal, and he tells yeah, him he better put some water on that damn milk, <laughs> or uh, put some water on that damn shit, or whatever. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> or he likes some. He's like, I like. He's like, I like. Uh, what is it? What is it? He likes hog malls. Hog I like yeah, chicken. I, love, I, I love like pig feet. Eat up all the food. Oh yeah, I love pig feet. <laughs> I think it's so funny. So basically, I think Lush is going to make a make it a rule, you know, throw in a clause somewhere that you have to only talk to us when you're drunk because you're awfully generous. Of <laughs> you, course, oh, <laughs> you have a few in you, obviously. And you know what? Uh, if uh, if you're feeling pretty good after Look. seven Bud Lights, I think you might have a hard time keeping up with this guy. You know what? Uh, uh- you know what? Uh, you need to talk to Aaron, and, and he knows me. And I don't know if you can keep up with me. So, uh, we, you know what? You and me I'm, might be a disaster at Megadeth. I mean, I'm pretty hardcore, and it'll, I'm it'll not be, even trying. I'm not trying to brag on this because that's not a good trait. But good I fun. am. It'll be good fun. That's for sure. Ginger and I are going to bring our laser pointers. Yeah, <laughs> <Ginger>. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm not a lightweight. You can ask Aaron. <laughs> That's well, the you know what? You don't. You know what, you, Denise? You don't have to do that if you want to do that out of the kindness of your heart. I'm not going to say no, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it'd be a hell of a time for sure. No, I'm actually, to be honest with you. I actually am sober. I don't even really get drunk until I've at least had twelve beers. So I'm actually still in my right mind, and I'm offering. Now, see, it. that's that's more the kind of comment that I was looking for there. 
I mean, until I get to number twelve, I don't even start really getting tipsy. <laughs> when I get to eight, when I get to eighteen, I start getting drunk. When I get to a case, then it's kind of like okay. Yeah, just, just, but, just for any uh, maybe underage listeners out there, we're not promoting drinking. We're not trying to promote. Like, I'm not trying. Hey, hey, I'm not trying to promote drinking. Hey, not, do not. Okay, this is my promotion. We're not trying if to make you under twenty one. Kind of we don't person, drink. But, okay, we're not trying to make yeah, you out to be like drink responsibly. We're not trying to make you out like beat Denise's record. Everybody, push <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, she has set the bar, and then I am know. trying to find like alcohol sponsors <laughs> for the show and the website. But um, yes, drink responsibly, and don't drink if you're underage. Well, well I just no. I mean that's, that's that's not my pride and joy or anything. But don't don't put me under the gun to where I can't match up because I know damn well I can. If anybody can drink twelve all IQs and walk out of a fucking bar. And walk a straight line and get out that son of a bitch. God damn! I guarantee you, I can fucking drink. Just, just know that if you get too wasted, you gotta well, don't don't be too loud because you gotta sleep in Carl's house. I <laughs> Car, Carl's apartment, our apartment. You know, <laughs> order him a pizza. Sleep at We're gonna have to slide sleep. pizza under his door. Man, you know what? dude. Which that would be worst comes to if, if if comes to worst, lay the seats down in my SUV, lay me in it, and just fucking shut the hatchback <laughs> and call it a night. And we're good. Want, I don't know if you want to do that in Omaha because since <laughs> I've been here, I've had my tires slashed, I've had my house broken too. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm going back to the big city. I forgot. I'm from yeah. Memphis, Tennessee, well, and I forgot. I lived in Omaha and Branson. Yeah, and where I live, it's pretty simple. I mean, yeah. we don't. We don't people. have all that here. I'm just kidding. You know what? He's he's oh, living in the wrong part of town, though. <laughs> he's from the wrong part of town. Yeah, I'm not living in the wrong part of town. Is it? It's not bad. too bad. No, I, I live by the ghetto WalMarts. But yeah, it's that. uh, it's just far enough west to where it's not considered ghetto, but it's far enough north to where it still could be. Um, really? Because back I, when I was living there ten years ago, it was. Yeah, all that part of the town was all good. Everything's fine. Yeah, not no more. It's all moving out west. Yeah, I do get a little oh, nervous. Oh, shit. I, I, I've been Just taking... like Memphis. Everything moves the, into the suburbs yeah. and whatever. All the all the riffraff keep keep coming out into the uh, into the suburbs and shit. So. Um, yeah, you know what? That's, what? that's what happened with Memphis. I got the hell out and I don't go back. <laughs> it's my face. <laughs> when I was walking in Memphis... <laughs> I got yeah. robbed from yeah. my wallet. Well, I'll tell you what. You just try walking in Memphis down Bill Street and all yeah, that shit in that song. And you need to, you know what you need? And I tell everybody, if you're going to walk down Bill Street and you want to do all that shit, you need to carry a knife in one pocket and a gun in the other. Are you, so that's it's, the only it's way you're going to make man. it out, that son of a bitch. So this is totally not like that song then. I mean, because that song was really joyous and he was loving it. And um, Oh, so. yeah, he was. You know why? Because he wasn't singing it in fucking Memphis. He wasn't singing it in Memphis. He was out of Memphis. He was singing about it, but... <laughs> he was in a studio. I was, I, was, I was a smart mom. I got my kids the heck out of there because I knew <laughs> damn well that's a horrible place to be. <laughs> I don't care. Only, only time I get anywhere near there is if I go to Tunica and... Which did is you ever, too did close. You ever see but... the, the ghost of Elvis? Huh? <laughs> it's in the song. Don't give me that look, okay. man. The ghost of Elvis? Saw the ghost of Elvis down on Union yeah. Avenue. You didn't, 
Come on. Yes, I know the song. Follow them up to the... Uh, okay. All right. Never yeah, they, it's, they, it's they, ain't, they ain't no ghosts of Elvis, believe me. Trust <laughs> me. Uh, saw um, Safe, and we thought it was the best one yet. So Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that really no bad. Uh, I actually just got my I got my free movie tickets the other day, so I'm trying to figure out whether to send the kids to the Avengers or take my ass to see Safe. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> I don't know if he, I don't know if he told you, but I work for a place that I get free movie tickets oh, every wow. month. I get four every month. Excellent. So, movies. I hate. Yeah. So I never pay for a movie. Nice. I never pay to see movies, and I get half off well, concessions, and it's it's just a Nate, whole lot of fun for don't the kids. Get, don't get too excited. Nate's got uh, Statham's hairline, but you know he's mm. got he's got a ways to go on the the lifting. I think it'll. Hi. You, you know you know how I love the bald dudes. <laughs> hey, if that's all I gotta do. I can work on the muscles. <laughs> I don't care about I don't I don't I mean I, I love the muscles from Brussels, but I don't really give a shit about that. But um no. Why do you do a fight scene in a chair? Yeah, with the chair. But no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I found out. What? You know what I found out? Hair is highly overrated. What is? Highly overrated. Oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck hair. The, guy, the guys the guys that are balding and whatever. I, may, so I maintain my chest hair very well. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that there ain't some out there like Sons of Anarchy and different people out oh, there, the hot that. little dude on there. But, yeah. Oh. Hair is... Highly overrated. Head hair is so overrated. Chest hair, on the other hand. I'm a vegetarian. No hamburger <laughs> meat in my diet, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't Hey, I don't know, but the other day I had a bald oh, I had a bald guy this? come on to me, and he Your freaking mouth. showed me his chest, and it looked like a fucking shag rug. <laughs> and then like, that's when I was like, ugh. I, I okay, that's it. it. I just got a disturbing yeah, I was image. Like that. I think I think the, I think the chest needs to match the carpet and the head. Oh. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I just I just got a disturbing Get rid of that shit. <laughs> I just got a disturbing image from the uh, Robert Carlyle lookalike from the Come Over video. I think the goose is gonna fly. Oh, I don't I don't like come overs. Come come overs gross me out. Where did come over? If you're gonna, if you know, no come overs are stupid. If you're gonna do it and you're going bald and you're balding or whatever, just take that shit down. I don't care if you got stubble, whatever. Like stay them, your dad, whatever. Take that shit down. Make it look sexy. Don't do no come overs. Come overs are idiots. Way out. Says go all the fucking way. This is uh this has been what women want segment with my mother. Yeah, Jason that's fucking it. This is what this woman wants right here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're damn right. I love me some Statham. Uh, all right. I well. mean, he's like he's he's like a porn show for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just especially for you, Aaron. <laughs> oh, Goose, Goose is about to fly away. Uh his his uh, feathers are ruffled, and uh, he's about to fly. 
yeah, no, I know he looks. He look. He looks like a turkey with all his shit all spread around, and he's just like, oh my god, I can't believe Mama, Mommy's doing this to me. <laughs> you call it a turkey? That's that's like having a offensive bird. <laughs> You wood. You're you're just putting all your little feathers out. They're just spreading out like a turkey. <laughs> I, I know how that shit's rolling. <laughs> I lo- I love my kid. I do. I just I loved I just love to do shit for him for shock factor because uh, you know he always. He's always just like, oh, my God, Mom, I just know you didn't do this. You know what? We love you now, and God damn it, you've got to be a regular on the show now. I think that's what's happening. Oh. And Goose is going to just learn to love it. Yep. So, but, oh, well, he has, he has to love me. I'm his mommy. Yeah, he's got, he's got, got no choice. choice. <laughs> he ain't got no choice, and he knows he's my baby. Yep. There ain't nothing I wouldn't do for that kid if I can do it. You're going to have to sit through all this Jason Statham worship. It is sick. I, well, I, I'm the one that got her. I'm the one that got her into Jason Statham. I was. Yeah. I wanted to jump his bones before she did. But uh, I'm a big fan. Shit, the hell you did. I think I already did it in my dreams. Did Dad know about this? Uh, uh, I don't tell. I didn't tell him about my dreams. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is going too far. That's I think dreams. I'm, I'm, I'm really tired. Right. Goose is ready to fly. Yeah, I think we got to call it a night. At least I have to at this point. He's gonna fly on home. I don't embarrass my poor Dear son. God, make me a so I can fly no, far, far, far away from this embarrassing. Yeah, and somebody go. gonna escort him to bed. They might have to lay him down and give him a tranquilizer. <laughs> 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 like Nate, why are you trying to inject me with that? That's not a deal. <laughs> yeah. Why is it going on my anal cavity? Uh, that doesn't go there. Jeez. Okay. Uh, well, then, yeah. Give. I don't care. Give, give you one of them. What do they call? What are the things called? Animus or? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I have parental consent to take a flesh enema from the lush. Yes. That is disgusting. Somebody somebody with a southern accent just uh, advocated uh, homosexuality. We're breaking the yeah. Do I sound southern to y'all? I think you sound southern to Not everybody. at all. <laughs> to everybody. That's so funny. Ah, oh, that cracks me up. <laughs> Jason Statham loves them, loves them all. Uh, man, I tell you what, I tell you what, y'all find out what Jason Statham's other is. Hey, I'm the first one that y'all let know. <laughs> I, I think I can get Jason. Statham. I'm on a need to know basis. But we, we may we may try to get an interview with him. It, it won't happen, but I can try. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's way too busy, but. Uh, Anyway, if we get a phone call with him, he'll be like, fuck off. And that'll be Slag it. Slag off. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. That'll be it. But that may be enough. That may be enough. But uh, for the, in the meantime, I'll do my best to work on Dave Mustaine. That, that'll that have to suffice. That red moth will have to do you just fine. Oh, yes. I love Dave Mustaine. I love my picture. I you love my autograph picture. Oh yeah, the autograph picture I got. Uh, yeah, he got me. He got me. He went and met Dave Mustaine. And he got and he had got him to sign me an autograph picture, hey, and I love that son of a bitch. You know how Dave Mustaine greeted me? Very Dave Mustaine like, "Hey bud, hey bud, <laughs> hey bud." 
<laughs> with, his, with his lower lip all slobbery looking at him. Hey, I, I, so, I was so upset because I didn't know that he was going to get to meet him. He was like, we actually went down there and met him. I was like, well, fuck, if I'd have known that, I'd have flown <laughs> out there and I'd have been there to do that. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what uh, uh, the little bear can do and see if I can pull some strings and... Maybe we can try my best. We'll talk to the guy. Maybe he'll uh, be nice on this particular night. And, a little bear? Uh, I thought you were a goose. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and you talk to me, and I might be a little nice to them, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're past the groupie stage of their career. They're all married and old now. That's disgusting. But, uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Leave some more for us. Oh. Mother Goose, oh. I love you. You're the best. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap Hi. it up here. This has been uh, this has been Mother Goose's nursery. Yeah. You know, this is funny. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron's, Aaron's just like, okay, this is over the top. But, but, but. <laughs>